0: Cornish
1: podcast. Welcome to episode twenty of the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix, coming to you this week on Thursday, the eighteenth of April, twenty nineteen. That's because it's Easter weekend. I'm Dave Deacon, and this should be Rappo. <laughs> it
0: is Dave
2: for me. mate. episode twenty already.
1: Yeah. Episode twenty and Easter within the next couple of days. Yeah.
2: Great weekend, mate, isn't it? Easter weekend for
1: football. It is for those that are here, yeah, that's right. I so, know, uh... oh, mate, I oh,
2: know. Sorry, <laughs> mate. I've deserted me post, Dave, <laughs> Yeah,
1: more of that later, perhaps. But yeah. um, So, what's been happening since our last podcast a week ago? Torquay, Dave? It's all gone quiet.
2: Sorry, mate. <laughs> I thought he was going to say something else. Um,
1: <laughs> what, yeah. about, what about Torquay? What, what have they done?
2: Yeah, they've done well, mate. And they? they've, they've won the National League safe, mate. You know, obviously, Toro's League. So, two-horse race for a long time, Dave, weren't we? won it we we are woken now. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I think what it was, Dave, I, I bet I'm woken a couple of times, mate. So, I've, I've helped Torquay out a bit, I think, mate.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know they're not Cornish, but I, I don't know why, but I've got a bit of a soft spot for Torquay, really. But uh,
3: Yeah.
1: Rather, yeah, I, I have, Dave. Yeah, rather than Exeter, I don't know... Uh, what it is. Well, but... yeah,
2: that's still yeah, still obviously exeter, mate.
1: No, no, I still... prefer Torquay to Exeter. Uh
2: yeah, I I do like I mean, I'll sell that Extra for a bit because I do I do like the old Grecians, mate, but um
1: yeah.
2: no, I, yeah, I think, you know, going back to sort of when Grits and Wheelsley was there and all Dave, you know, we used to watch them and it's yeah, it's like a nice family club, isn't it? Playmore's like a nice Stadium, isn't it,
1: mate, and yeah, I was, I was yeah something go- about talkie. I was going back a bit further, actually. Cyril Knowles and ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, known Torquay yeah, connection, that's right. mate. Wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, Torquay. Well done to them, and yeah. they've gone up. Yeah, or going up. Um, five minute hat trick from Helston's Phil Catherine last Saturday. Not bad, was it?
2: No, very good Dave Brilliant, mate. I, to, to be honest, mate, I can only think of one quicker, mate. um and that was Alan Lenton, mate. Yeah. Um, Michael just will probably tell you more about this, mate. But um, I'm sure I wrote it down here, my Notes somewhere, and I've lost it. <laughs> but I can't, I can't remember who it was against. Anyway, you know what I'm like these days, Dave. But but yeah, yeah, Lentini had an hat trick, mate. It was an evening game. Um I, think so- <laughs> I like that.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: big Al, mate. I think it was. Um, someone said it was four minutes forty-five seconds, mate. But. But yeah, he used to play up front. I'm not even sure, mate, if he didn't come on as a sub that game, day. But so I mean, what, what think...
1: would that have been in? What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, that
2: was the old. Yeah, that was the that would have been the old juice and so fast so That would have been, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Uh, I'm not sure if it was like Milbury sounded, but but yeah. I mean, I used to when I played up front with Alan. Like, oh, you know, I used to make that near post run, and Alan used to sort of peel off to the far post and. I remember all the courses went to the parker and Al had like two headers within sort of two minutes and then I think George Tyrance had a shot mate come back off the keeper's chest like and Al tapped it in you know it was it was bizarre really mate. I think it was was like 1-0 or something and then five minutes later it was
0: 4-0
2: and Alan had the lot mate so but yeah that's the only one I can remember quicker though
1: to be honest. Another, uh, whilst we're talking about goals, uh, Penrins, Harry Pope returned to his former club, Carrick, uh, last Saturday, beat them 11 0. So, what would have been going through his mind, I wonder?
2: Yeah, I'd, it's, I, I thought, to be honest, mate, my thoughts were was sort of with Richard, really, mate. You know, Richard Chow, mate, you know, trying to keep Carrick going there, mate, and and, you know, I'm sure Harry was, you yeah, know, just obviously he's, he's at Penrhyn now, mate, and they go down to do a Still got to go there and do a professional job, aren't they? You know, they're going for the league and those goals might make all the difference, though, mightn't it? So, mm. you know, you can't really blame him for.
1: But you say about professional, but we see on telly that these players don't celebrate now, or most of them don't celebrate against their former clubs. Do you think Harry uh, applied the same <laughs> theory
2: or not? <laughs> There's quite a few players there as well, they were not there? <laughs> yeah. It was Harry and about nine players, I think, they were it? But, um, yeah, I don't know, but no, nah, I'm sure they would have been pretty dignified about it, mate I mean, what did Harry do there, mate, four seasons, you know four. Well, got him out there, won the Trelawney Premier, mate Didn't he, got him into senior football, won the combo, first time for 50 years And then a, a combo and evenly Cup double, mate, wasn't it? So, mm. I'm sure there's good memories for all the lads at Carrick, mate, really I'm, Yeah, I'm sure they, you yeah, know, weren't too harsh on Rich, mate
1: and uh, Foxall, they won the big game that we uh, talked about yeah. last week in the Dutchie Premier. Now you you went along to this one, didn't you? So as, uh, yeah, how did it go?
2: Yeah, two two very good teams. I got I got to be honest. I got I got I've got to be honest here, <laughs> Dave. I only saw the last half hour, mate.
1: Oh, I thought you, <laughs> like, so, yeah, I thought you were going to say you fell asleep in the car or something. Yeah, but...
2: <laughs> that's been done before, mate. But um, <laughs> after a chicken pasty, mate. But um, no, um. Yeah, I, I've got to be honest. I, I had all good intentions of watching 90 Minutes, mate. But I, I watched your boys, actually, Dave. They were playing others' field, weren't they, um, on the dinner time game? Ah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I sort of got into looking at Spurs' new stadium and all that, mate. You know, watching the telly. And unbelievable stadium, by the way, mate, innit? But um But, yeah, and I watched. The, I ended up watching the first half, mate. So, so um, yeah, I got to Foxhole. Well, it was one all when I got there, Dave. I saw the best of it, to be fair, mate. You know, I asked the chat as I drove in there. I mean, it was a decent crowd, mate. I, I got the old clicker out, Dave, and I think it was about 70 there. I think oh, yeah. I kept 73. Yes, it's, yes, it's, 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 yeah. But, um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, just got there, and Fox, I went 2-1 up, and then they scored another five minutes from time to sort of clinch. Two very good teams, mate, but I think the Foxes will be worthy champions, I think, Dave.
1: Yeah, okay, so, that's that one, and, um, now, I don't know whether you've seen this or not, but um, St Orsted's asking for expressions of interest for their, their um, South West Peninsula League manager's job. Shouldn't it be a club like St Orsted? Shouldn't they be headhunting who they actually want?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think so. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me, Dave. I think, I th- you know what it's like, day football, especially local. I'm sure they've got a few names up their sleeves, mate, but I think with, like, Pola and the club, you know, putting it out there, they might get one or two, maybe interesting candidates that they might not have done, you know, that they might not have thought of. Maybe mm-hmm. so, I suppose they're giving it a bit of more scope, and it's, uh, you know, they might come up with a couple of interesting sort of people applying for it. But I'm sure they've got. Two or three names up the sleeve though, are not they? Big club lights and all stuff.
1: You would hope so, yeah. Anyone uh, anyone no, well, you might be interested, rapper. If you're interested, you can ring the chairman, Jason Powell. His <laughs> number is his mobile is O seven nine seven nine eight six treble four five. So there you go. Give that one a ring after you finish for me.
2: Yeah <laughs> I'll stick to this, David if that's all right, right. Less pressure, right Is it
1: well, here's our first interview of the episode, and uh, guess what? It's with the current caretaker manager of St Allstall, Neil Slateford. Slate's caught me out with my first question, though. Well, How was it Saturday against Ivy Bridge? Um, my, my answer to you is that I wasn't there on Saturday, Dave, oh,
4: unfortunately. no. Well, <laughs> I, that... had a,
5: I, I had a wedding, so I wasn't there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I can't comment too much. I know it was a two-all draw. Um, yeah, I can not be much more help than that, <laughs> I'm afraid.
1: I mean, looking at the table, though, it uh, it would have been two points that the club didn't get, wouldn't
5: it? Yeah, we we needed three points, really. I said, you know, when I sort of took over two games ago, I wanted five from five, um, which is not going to happen now. But, yeah, it's two points dropped, and we, we haven't beat uh, Ivy Bridge this season now either. So, no, something that's... else that, why we wanted to win Saturday as well.
1: Yeah, I mean... You said about being in charge. I mean, are you surprised that uh, for the last few games, your caretaker manager?
5: Um, am I am I surprised about being in charge, do you mean? Yeah. Sorry. Um, yes and no, I guess. I mean, I, I spoke to Damo a couple of months ago and he said he wasn't enjoying it. Um, I thought he would see the season out, but for whatever reason, him and the club decided not to. So I guess logically the next choice would have been the assistant manager so not really but uh, am I surprised that Damo's gone yes but am I surprised that I'm in charge while he's not here no mm.
1: it's not an easy job these days is it well it never was to be honest but it seems even more difficult now being a manager yeah I don't envy
5: people who do it all, uh, you know all, all season um, it's it's not just about managing or being able to turn up on game day now you know there's all the stuff that comes with it you've got to Make sure that people are turning up. You've got to be in touch with the second team, you know, and all, all that sort of stuff. So, it, it's not an easy job. Definitely not.
1: So, you're not applying for
5: the job for next season by the size of not, it? I'm not <laughs> applying for the job next season, no. Um, hopefully, well, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to still have a few more years playing yet. So, yeah, that's that's still my target.
1: Almost going to be nice for you, isn't it? Just to go back and play.
5: Yeah, it's, you know, not, not having to worry about you know, team selection or anything like that, it it will be nice when you can just turn up and play. Um, And I I haven't been able to do that being assistant manager either. You know, you've always got to sort of think of the team and think of what this, that and the other. So, yeah, I I don't know what will happen next season, but it will be nice just to to concentrate on playing
1: again. Mm. I mean, there's already been a a few of the usual names linked to the job, but I mean, what sort of manager really needs to, to come in there and sort Sonorstal out. Because let's be fair, this season you've sort of flattered to deceive a little bit, haven't you? Yeah. Um I mean we've had
5: some really, really good results this season. We've had some not so good results, which everyone knows about. Um I think it's I think the next manager for St Alstair is somebody who can almost dedicate to doing it for two or three years. Um I mean there's been quite a lot of change over the last two or three seasons. There's been a manager every Every pre-season, so yeah, I think it'll be somebody who can dedicate the next three years, two three years, to actually rebuilding again and making you know bringing through some younger players and and then re- gi- giving it a really good go and managing the expectation as well because we all know everyone thinks it's an also they should be winning league titles and that which is might be true might not be but you've got to sort of manage that expectation
1: with the supporters as well. Nothing comes easy. I mean, even though you might have the best team. There's no guarantee you're going to win things. But um, is it a case of... A lot of players have been there for quite a while now. You know, is it a bit, a bit of a clean-up or clean-out job? Before, um, do you think? I, no, I don't I don't think there's
5: massive change that we, that needs to be done. As you've seen some, from some of our results this season, we've still got some very, very good players. I do think maybe we need to bring in a couple of more younger players. But, you know, that's the same at any club. Players are going to get a little bit older and then you can bring younger players in to hopefully fit in alongside them. I don't think there's a massive clean-out that needs to be done, no. As you say, we've had some very, very good results this year. It's just been a consistency thing.
1: Okay, well, you've got two games left. Uh, um, Sticker on Good Friday. I mean, that's just a short trip down the road. You should win that one. Well, yeah,
5: we should win it. But, (laughs) you know, anything can happen on a bit of a derby day as well. Um, Sticker played very well against us on Boxing Day, so... Although, yes, we would probably expect to be winning. You know, it's not just going to happen like that. You're going to have to work hard for it. As we saw on Saturday, you you don't just turn up and win games. In
1: fact, in fact, you've got two extremes, haven't you? Because you you've got Sticker just down the road on Good Friday. Then, then your last game is Clumpton. Clump. At least it's Clump. at home, though, isn't it? So yeah, that's the so only
5: benefit, Clumpton at home. If it was Clumpton away, it'd be a bit of a longer trip. But, yeah, two tough games. Two tough games, but we want six points from it. And that, that will... Uh, Leave me very happy as a interim unbeaten manager of St O)))ster.
1: Ah right. um, <laughs> Now finally Easter Monday Senior Cup final day. You've you've appeared in a few, I think, haven't you? Yeah, I think I've been in four now. One, three. One, three. So you've got a better rep- record than Rappo has. Um,
5: well, yeah. Don't don't rub it in. He scored more goals than me though. So. <laughs> I mean, what's
1: it what's it like to be involved as a player on? on a very special day in the Cornish football calendar.
5: Yeah, I, I, I love the the Senior Cup final. Love it. Um, I know some people have mentioned that it doesn't mean as much to players anymore. Don't feel that at all. You know, I, I, I love the Senior senior Cup. The day, going to a different ground, you know, you can make a proper day of it as well. And hopefully if you win, you can have a couple of beers afterwards. So yeah, it's a, it's a massive cup competition. And it, if you said to me at the start of the season, what would I like to win the most? it would be very, very close between league and senior cup. Very close.
1: Final question. Let's put you on the spot. It's tough, tough being a manager, oh. but uh, tough appearing on the rapper and Dick's uh, podcast because who's going to win the senior cup? final? <laughs> uh,
5: you can't ask me that. Can you? Um, <laughs> I just have, I don't, I don't know. Um, we found it very hard to play against Falmouth. Um, we only beat him once. They beat us three times and they beat us com- comfortably on three occasions. Um, we haven't lost to Saltash, but on their day, they've got some very good players. Um, Sam Hughes and Ryan Richards up front, very dangerous. Who would I go for? Um, oh, Dave.
4: <laughs>
5: Let's go for... <sighs> Falmouth then let's go for Falmouth <laughs> that's a very unconvincing Falmouth
1: oh I could feel I could feel you grov trying yeah, to grovel at that question but you know, <laughs> I, yeah I
5: was thinking about trying to come up with a diplomatic response but I, you know I just go Falmouth go Falmouth
1: okay thanks Lates. thanks no for worries. coming on and uh, Cheers, well Dave. well done this season in uh, taking over it's not easy but <laughs> uh, enjoy next season perhaps
5: yeah, hopefully, hopefully, we'll have another good, se- well, have a good season. Your Cornish soccer.
1: Yep, so Rapos, Slate's looking forward by the sounds of it to, uh, to getting back to just playing football next season.
2: Yeah, good to see actually, Dave, because a lot of, I think, great, you know, Slate is a great talent, mate. He's one of my favourite, you know, Cornish players, mate. He's got plenty of years left playing, mate, so. I mean, he'll, he'll be a great manager in the future, mate. When he does decide to to hang up his boots, mate. I mean, he, he did the Argyle community boys, mate. You know, with Jack and Ryan, and that was there, Dave, And, You know, they all they all absolutely love Slates, mate. You know, they went to America and that and played against some university teams and done really well. But, You know, he's he's got some great banter, mate. <laughs> and for quite a young man, really, mate. You know, he's got a real good football brain on him. Great coach, so you know, I'm sure he'll be um, he'll be a great manager when he decides to be, mate.
1: If we go back to the St Austell manager uh, position though I mean would the club be sort of content or no they're not going to be content with this season's uh, final placing I mean they're probably going to end up fifth uh, in the table no finals or anything like that should a club like St Austell be looking for you know better season than what they've had put it that way
2: yeah, possibly, Dave. If you look at the success, you know that the clubs had, you know, up to particularly under last mate. On it, it was, you know, just success after success. On it, you know, that great Vaz run to the semi-final, and but that's you know, that. I get...
1: that, that sounds. Slates is almost suggesting there in, in the interview that that's almost a, a bit of a noose around their neck, isn't it? Because everyone expects them to do that every season now.
2: Yeah, yeah, there is that. that it, it's a bit like, you know, obviously, you know, laughs won't, probably won't like being compared to, like, Alex Ferguson. But it's like when Fergie <laughs> left United, David, you know, you got you, you sort of feel sorry, don't you, for whoever's coming in and taking the job on after that, don't you? Like, like Niter did it, didn't he, for a bit. And yeah. obviously, yeah, obviously, Deimos done it and that. But, it, yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty odd act to follow, David, isn't it?
1: Mm. Well, hopefully they'll report in manager fairly early in the summer, if not by the summer this time round. Um <coughs> next up we've got a regular chat with the lads from the Twitter TCFC updates, Josh and Cam. Now this was recorded this interview with them was recorded on Monday <coughs> this week. Uh they've had a they've got a busy old week uh, So that was recorded before the Concord Rangers rearranged match, uh, which took place on Tuesday. But first up, let's find out a little bit more about uh, the Hemel-Hempstead match last Saturday. Well, Josh, a very late goal at Hemel-Hempstead earned a precious point.
6: Yeah, it did. Um, I said to the lads next to me, Mitch, um, we're going to score from this. And we did. And um, absolutely mental scenes when he scored, rescued us a point. I think we deserved a point in the end because Hamill weren't great in honesty. We, we looked the best side for the last half an hour or so. First half, we created some good chances as well. So, deserved point and glad Jared got his fifth of the season because he's worked hard and he deserves it.
1: Yeah, Cam, you managed to speak to caretaker manager Paul Wilkinson after the game and here's what he had to say. Paul Wilkinson, I bet you're over the moon with that, aren't you?
7: Yeah, yeah. And no, not just the result. The performance today was very good. The lads from minute one, really, they they uh, we got the right attitude. We got in the front foot and we controlled uh, quite large parts of the game. So uh, it would have been a travesty really if we'd have come away with that or anything. But obviously to get the equaliser in the last five minutes, always nice at uh, whatever level.
8: You can see the players' frustration again. One 0 down. Because I said it was completely against the run of play really, and um, the battle to fight back really. I think you're proud of that.
7: Yeah, uh, I mean we've been talking all week about staying in the game and making sure we give ourselves the opportunity to to, to win games if possible, I mean even then we had a couple of times when things didn't quite go for us afterwards and we could have ended up nicking it but as I say I'm really pleased with the boys, they've, they've responded great over the last two weeks in training and games and you know we've uh, we've got another one Tuesday now.
8: As you said, still undefeated as true city manager and you've um, conquered on Tuesday ahead of uh, and then obviously the big one against Gloucester on Saturday how are you going to p- approach those two games
7: well it's one at a time as I said obviously Concord coming back uh, due to the unfortunate uh, incident with Michael obviously it's going to be a massive game for us and for them and, you know we're, we're looking forward to it and we'll be ready obviously obviously uh, you know, it's, uh, it's I suppose, it, it's something that we've got another chance at and, you know, we're looking forward and ready for them.
1: Okay, brilliant. Thanks, Bob. No problems. So, Cam, was he a happy man or not? He, he comes over as quite calm and collected. Yeah, well, we'll be happy with it. It's a big point for him.
8: Um, he's still undefeated as Truro manager in the two games he's done. Well, three games, if you can count the Concord one, but... Um, uh, he seems like as you said a bit of a cool calm collected guy not going to over celebrate he knows he knows that he's still got a big job to do to help keep us up and um he'll he'll also know that it's a huge point as josh said um in our relegation battle so one that we can hopefully go on and build on like we also got concord again on a tuesday and then a couple of other things three games after that as well so um, three games seven days yeah exactly so it's a mad amount of games and he he knows that He's not going to get too excited at the minute. Um, Yeah, we're in a good position now with the game in hand, but um, yeah, it's a big few weeks coming up for us.
1: Yeah, no, because of Easter approaching, we are recording this before the Concord rearranged match. But but Josh, that is still a vital match for both sides, isn't it? Uh, The results haven't changed, you know, the fact that they're going for promotion and and we're uh, fighting relegation. It's still a, a massive match.
6: Yeah, as you said, um, they're fighting for a playoff place. We're fighting to avoid the relegation zone. I think uh, a win for them would take them up to 61 points, like back in the promotion places, because they're about 10th at the moment. Mm-hmm. So they'll be desperate for a win, because they lost on Saturday. And I'll still be desperate for a win, because obviously we've got a tough game against Gloucester, whose form was picked up recently. Then Hampton on Monday, and then Slough at home. So all pretty tough games. So we've got to beat Concord on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, a win would be a bonus, as, as you say, against, against Concord. But um, I guess if we don't get anything out of that, uh, Cam, the fact that it is a, a relegation battle with Gloucester on Saturday, well, that's the big game, isn't it? Um, we need to win that one.
8: Yeah, that's the six-pointer, Dave. That's the one that we've all been looking at for the last few weeks, saying that's the one we have to win. Um, the players will know that. The staff will know that. Fans know that. It's a that's just a huge game, and it, the players need as much support as possible, um, just to get over the line really. Because I think once we've got that one, um, you've got to get into the last two, Hampton and uh, Slough, as Josh said. Um, they've got nothing to play for really, so we've got to go there and be confident we can get results. Obviously at Hampton and at home to Slough, but as you said, that game against Gloucester is going to be massive.
1: Uh, Josh, I mean, you mentioned about G- Gloucester um, having a, a decent run lately. How, how, you know, what's their form card look like? Well, be- before Saturday, they were on a good run
6: of form, drawing against Hemel, beating St Albans and Eastbourne away from home. They were one up against Biliriki at half time on Saturday, but in the end, lost four one. You have to say
1: Billy Ricky, actually I know it the subject slightly, but Biller Ricky have yeah. had a funny season, haven't they? Yeah, I think on the just before the um last podcast we recorded,
6: they've got about one point from the last six games, so it's quite, quite vital they picked up that result to stay in a race promotion on Saturday.
1: Yeah, vital for them and, and even more vital for True, I think. Um so that's Gloucester on Saturday and uh, Obviously, uh, that's going to be a good game to to look forward to. And then on Easter Monday, because it's a a double weekend, uh, Hampton and Richland Borough away. So, um, uh, a trip on a bank holiday. Yeah, um, and it's a ground that we've, uh, got some fond memories
8: of. Obviously, last year we had that FA Cup, uh, f- was it fourth qualifying round or whatever it was to get us into the first round of the FA Cup, which Noah Keats scored the double, um, second half and Tom McHale saved a big penalty. So it was a ground we know quite well. And obviously we got in the playoffs there as well. That was the game we, uh, picked up that one-all draw and got ourselves in the playoffs and then went, ironically went back there three, four days later for the actual playoff game against Hampton and then Lost in, well, agonising fashion, really, going into extra time and everything. But, um, yeah, we've got some good memories there. And Hampton, as I said earlier, they haven't really got much to play for. They can't go down. They can't get in the playoffs. So um, we've got to be confident going into that one thinking. all depends. I say we've got to be confident going into Saturday with Gloucester. And you've got to go there thinking you've got to get three points because they've got nothing to play for. Similar to the Hemel-Hempstead game, really.
1: And, uh, Josh, uh, Hampton, what's the stats look like? Just going
6: on from what Cam said, them being safe, they're almost mathematically safe. They sit eight points above the relegation zone with three matches remaining. So if they pick up a result on... They're either playing on Good Friday or Saturday. So if they get a result on on either of those days, they'll be safe. So as Cam said, we've got to pick up three points there. Two wins in my last two games, beating Hampton at home. No, beating Wildstone at home and beating Billericke 3-1 away. But before that, they lost 3-0 to Hungerford at home. So we've got we've got to be looking at that and
1: thinking, well, we can do the same. Yeah, so results going a bit uh, um, strange all, all over but the up, place. Up. And just going back to the Good Friday and the Easter Saturday, the fact that um, Hungerford and Easter can both be low true and they both play on Friday, that's quite handy, isn't it? Because we'll know a little bit more about uh, what's got to be or what the situation is going to look like uh, Saturday morning before we play Gloucester. Is that psychologically good or bad, do you think, Cam?
8: Well, to be honest, Dave, I think we've just got to, I think Paul was saying it in the interview, you've got to focus on yourselves, really. It's, um, well, you sound like a manager, now. Oh God, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we, <laughs> we, we, have, we have. have, though, really. We've just got to focus on, it's not about other teams, it's about us, really. We've just got to get as many points as possible between now and the end of the season, and hopefully that'll be enough for us to survive.
1: Right. Okay. Predictions. Josh, uh, what, what, what's your thoughts for the... Well, let's go with the Concord as well as the, the, um, the uh, yeah. Gloucester and uh, Hampton. Concord first, Josh. What do you think of that one?
6: I've got fond memories of um, playing Concord on a Tuesday night because I think we played them last year. Beat them 2-0 and Cody scored after about 15 <laughs> seconds. i want to be optimistic. I'm going to go the same as that game.
8: Win, that is. Right. It? Cam. I'll tell you what, Dave, you put me under pressure here. No, I can't even get one right, let alone three. Um, <laughs>
1: uh, I'm gonna say one nil Truro. Okay, so you're Clean both cheap. going for wins there against Concord. That'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? Um Goster Home Cam. That's a must win. Um three two Truro. Oh, three two, entertaining match. Josh. Scrape it, two one. <laughs> right, and the final one, Hampton away. Um one-all.
8: One-all. One-all right. That was my prediction. I'm going to go one-all there as well. Right, so seven
1: out of nine points, you're predicting. That's got to be enough for safety, surely. <laughs> sounds good to
0: me. Your Cornish Super
1: Right, then, Rappo. We've heard from the lads there. Uh, no, first of all, just to update everyone, they lost 2... Uh, sorry, 3-1 to um, Concord on Tuesday, so that didn't help, although be fair, I think that would have been a bonus if they got anything out of that game anyway, but it's the biggie on Saturday, isn't it? Gloucester one point above Tru City it's going to be a, a massive game for them.
2: Yeah, it is, David. It, it, this is the game in it, Dave. You know, when you look at like you mentioned the other fixtures and that and this is like the proverbial six-pointer, Dave, isn't it, against mm. Gloucester, mate? I mean is it's is a it, is it must well, it is a must-win game, isn't it, really, be
1: Yeah, it's it, it is because uh, it would mean that obviously they'll go above Gloucester. They could still, they could still lose, and if results go in their favour elsewhere, but they, it's going to be healthy if they win themselves, isn't it? Put it that way.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I thought things were going well. To be fair, Dave, that's what you know. You know, we scored like a. City scored a last minute equaliser. You know and you know best time to score mate isn't it and then East Thurick you know that result with Western Supermare beating them you know that that was a that sort of went City's way as well though, didn't it but that was a bonus but um, but no when you add, well, like you say mate when you totally agree when you add it all up mate it all comes down to this Gloucester game mate and it's such a massive game I hope, um, hope the crowd can sort of get behind City this Saturday mate you know turn a nice day and you know get six or seven hundred there mate
1: Mm, no, talking about the crowd. Of course, Tuesday night it was only five at a fiver to get in because it was a rearranged match. But uh, still, only just over four hundred. It's it's not good enough for for uh, you know the Truro don't seem to be that bothered about their football club, do they? The people, no, the people that's... in Truro.
2: That's it, Dave. I think you're spot on there, mate. I mean, I, I thought that myself when I saw a credit for, ah, oh, you know, four hundred and three one it the other week, and and then four hundred the you other know, night. But but then I thought, well, wow, there was Champions League on the telly, maybe. But I think City, though, mate. They like you say with, with the neutrals, mate. I think they probably, with all the gut, you know, goings on at the club, mate, they probably made themselves a little bit unpopular, mate, have not they, over the last sort of. Season or two, mate, and they. I think you know the neutrals probably think now, nah, sit me on chair and watch a bit of Champions League rather than go and watch you know your local sort of team. So yeah, it is a shame. They think you should be getting a lot more on that for, for this level of football and obviously the catchment area that the Truro is, and that mate I think.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm just looking at um, some of the averages there in the league. Truro's average four hundred twenty-three. Now that that's Probably boosted a bit by the last home game they had at Torquay when they had a home yeah. game against Torquay, if that makes sense. Um, but they're they're seventeenth in the attendances league table. The lowest is Hungerford, three hundred and three, um, and then on average it's about seven eight hundred. So it's almost double what Truro are, are, are on. So uh, a bit of a room for improvement, but I don't know well. New new owners next season, I suppose it could all change.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's it, Dave. A new broom and that, mate. You know, sweeping up, mate. and With the well, with the promise of the stadium for Cornwall, mate. In the, what was in that? The Sorry. So... Sorry, what did you say then? <laughs> yeah, well, I won't even mention it, mate. I won't even. <laughs> anyway. Nah, yeah, I hope so, Dave. Like you say, I hope it does improve, mate.
1: Yeah, something that also needs to improve and you know what i'm going to say is the arab bet of the week it's that time of the program better the week slot and uh well remember that you should only bet if you can afford it and Rappo, we're running out of money i think aren't we
2: yeah mate i'll tell you what dave we, we've had some bad luck. <laughs> you're going to
1: say the same again. <laughs>
2: I'll tell you what, honestly, I, I almost phoned the Samaritans Saturday night, mate. I, I, was, I, was, I mean, we, we picked four, mate. This was for 46 quid as well. This was a big up the pot to over like 80 quid. And um, Portsmouth, 141, mate, no problems. Salford, 3-0, no problems. Burnley, 2-0. And then... <laughs> Well, the, the biggest banker of the lot, really, Dave, in the Scottish Championship, mate. Well, was, if, you, if anyone looks at the Scottish Championship, they'd have a look at it, mate. I mean, Ross County, top of the league, against port Thistle, bottom of the league. <laughs> top versus bottom, mate. True
1: 0-0. True 0-0. I, true,
2: nil, nil. I, I oh, couldn't believe it, mate. Could not believe it. Well, that's Surely r- that's not my fault, Dave, is it?
1: well you picked it you picked it I mean, yeah, just, someone's got to take the blame I yeah, didn't pick true. it I didn't pick it
2: oh mate surely that's got to be the Ross County player's fault mate <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: and, blaming them ok anyway what's on the yeah. list for this week
2: yeah mate we'd say, well quick update mate we've we got 90 we bet 95 Dave we've 128 so we're still 33 quid up but we really, like you say, mate. Is the old pot's eating away a bit, isn't it? It was like sixty quid a few weeks ago. So, so um, I've gone for three this week, Dave. I've decided to go for three, just to just to, <laughs> just for a win, mate. for a win. Get the confidence Please.
1: going again, yeah. I like it. yeah,
2: that's that's it, mate. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the yeah that's sort of for, mate. But but it's a, it's a fiver and it's still twenty one, mate. I've I've tried to look for some decent odds, mate. And and, uh, and Leeds three, Dave. Hopefully, you'll be the ones to boost the profit up to over fifty again. But um, the three games, mate. It's, it's the Turkish league, mate. Galatasaray, Dave. <laughs> they're, they're second, mate. You know, they're um, remember Graham Soanes used to be the manager there, mate. Yeah. Planted the flag in the middle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they're still probably the biggest club in Turkey, mate. But they're, they're second at the moment, mate. And they're, they're evens to beat a team called. <laughs> K, K- series mate oh. they were about 12 so they draw quite a few games mate that's the only thing but, oh. but they, you know but um, I mean Galatasaray mate if they've got any hopes of you know winning mate I think they've got they got to win this one so they're evens Dave, as well so I thought that was pretty decent really price at home mm.
1: what's so, uh, that what's that in the su- Turkish Super League or something is it
2: yeah that's it mate Super League yeah Super Turkish league. Super League or something oh. isn't it yeah well, delightful yeah, so. for
1: that one, anyway, so... Uh...
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um... Second one, <laughs> second one, mate, is Juventus, mate, the old lady. Ooh. And I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about my mother-in-law, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Yeah, they're at home to Fiorentina, mate, which is a pretty old classic um, yeah. game in Italy, that one, mate, isn't it? Juve-Fiorentina, but, I mean, Fiorentina is like down to something like 10th or 11th, mate. Um and Juve, I know they got uh, you know bad result. Well, last night they won it against mm. Ajax. Mm. Um, delighted to see that myself. Like being a Ajax sort of follower, mate. But um, thought me good times in Amsterdam, but but yeah. But Juve are owned to Fiorentina, mate. And they're they're one to two. So you know, I mean, they the the streets ahead in the league, Dave and Syria. But but obviously with no Champions League left, mate. You know, I wouldn't have thought they'd be resting the Ronaldos and people like that. So hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, they'll bounce back on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, mate, is um, I've gone for Wolves, mate. Um, uh, they're 8-11. to 11. They're at home to Brighton. I mean, Brighton um, had a real bad uh, mm-hmm. week, mate. And they lost at home to Bournemouth 5-0. Yeah.
0: Uh,
2: home cool. to Cardiff last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've had a written and they're really struggling. And, and Wolves, mate, I mean, I can't see Watford beating... City in the cup final, mate. So that seventh place is a European spot. You know, that's a Europa League spot. That seventh place,
0: yeah.
2: unless Watford do beat City, you know, in the <laughs> final. But, but which, <laughs> but, but I can see Wolves. You know, you, you know, I think they probably deserve that. Looking at this season, Dave. So, so they're eight to eleven, which I thought was pretty decent, mate. own to a Brighton side that are really struggling, mate. So. Mm. So I've gone for them, Dave. You know. So and that's it's basically
1: a Saturday game, is it? The Wolves. Yeah, game? mate. Uh,
2: yeah, I think they're all
1: Saturdays, Dave. All Saturday. Did I? Did I go? Yeah, I think I've got a feeling they're all Saturdays, okay. mate. All right. Yeah. So Galatasaray, so, Juventus, and Wolves. Yeah. yeah. And uh, for five pounds, you win twenty-one. So twenty-one, mate. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, just go for the three, and <laughs> get us back on the <laughs> get us back on the wagon, hopefully. Mate. Okay, so thank you for that. <laughs> your cornish and it's your turn again. The uh, review of the uh, LWC drinks combination league. The games are coming thick and fast, so I don't know uh, how yeah, you can keep yeah. up with it all.
2: No, they are daily, like, yeah, like you said. mate. I've, I've. Um, well, I'll go for last Saturday first, mate. I've got a quick midweek roundup as well, um, if that's OK, mate. But, but uh, yeah, we had seven league games uh, last Saturday, uh, all in the league. Um, I mean, big match of the day was, was at the Saltings, mate, where St Ives, well, with their famous undulating pitch that they got there, <laughs> mate. Um, they're, they're, they were fifth place in the league, and they beat leaders, Perrinpour 3-2, mate. Uh, Max Davies, Andy Barry, and Josh Megan were the all-important goals, so, and that result was through the title race wide open, mate. Do you
1: do you think um, they still sorry of interrupt? But do you still do no. you think they still have rabbit problems at the Saltings? Because it always used to be a hell of a lot of rabbit holes down there, when I can remember. Yeah. playing.
2: yeah, that's right, Dave. I, I think it's improved a lot, mate. You know, as far, I mean, they've they've had the new changing rooms done, haven't they? And they've yeah. had quite a bit. I think they've had the pitch like very drained and all. I speak to Richard quite a lot, you know, and, um, and he, well, I'll see him on a Saturday for the report, and he's I think they have done a lot of work on it, Dave, so I don't know when the last time you went down there. I haven't been down there for a few seasons, but but um, <laughs> I remember playing for Parma. Then the David went to accelerate. I mean, it. <laughs> I wasn't exactly at me faster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wasn't exactly at me faster, mate. At the end of my career, but, but yeah, and uh, and I just um, I was looking at the ball coming over the top and and i just went i just fell over mate <laughs> i just went mate, into one of the undulations mate and <laughs> i went flying mate yeah I was, uh, yeah well yeah i think um everyone else enjoyed it though mate. <laughs> anyway so <laughs> made a few people laugh but, okay. but sorry, yeah sorry yeah. I,
1: I interrupted you so that's uh...
2: yeah sorry dave yeah but um yeah that's so uh, that's through the title race wide open mate that result um Penryn, as we mentioned earlier, mate. You know they moved to the top of the table with that, you know, frog in um, with that big 11-nil thrashing of Carrara, You know, with obviously Poppy, you know, ex-manager and most of his squad going back to the Ting Tang mate, to dish out a, a route to to Richard, mate, with um, Jake Shaw, Russell May. Um, Tyler Cook and Ryan Reeve, mate, um all scored twice in that match and that was Ryan's thirty eighth of the season. Mm-hmm. Um uh probably move on to St. day mate. I mean they went up to third. Um they beat St. Agnes four one at the Vogue. Uh might have been more, mate, but apparently the visiting keeper Ash Smith was in great form. Um pulled off some brilliant saves apparently in that match. But Dan Richard did manage to notch a brace to go equal top of the scoring charts with, with Ryan mate on a three way tie as well, um with his thirty eighth this season as
1: well. So Potting up. A, yeah
2: it's pretty yeah it is mate, he's a pretty close sold uh, the old golden boot um is a good one mate. Uh Hale, they had a decent four 0 win at fourth eleven to consolidate their seventh spot in the table. I'm sure Pats would have been hoping for better, mate, at the start of the season. But, but you know, seventh, you know, it's a competitive league this year. So um, they scored two goals in each half at, at Gallup Park, though, to to win that one quite comfortable. Um, Mully and Edgestone, 3-2 against Redruth. United in a tight game at Clifton Park. And St. Just striker, mate, Jack Willis, joined, well, Richard, Richardson and Reeve at the top of the Golden Boot standings, mate, scoring a hat-trick at home to Parenwell, uh, who were a bit depleted on the day, mate. Um, they uh, That took his tally to 38 for the season, so it's a three-way tie on 38, mate, mm-hmm. for those three strikers. Uh, fellow striker Ashley Ellis got the other two in the Tinner's 5-2 victory, mate. Uh, Rob Powell got both paramwell's goals, mate. They had a few out injured and sick and that, mate, including Jack, mate. He was up all Friday night being sick, Dave, so... Mm. I think they had four or five out in the end, so um, yeah, it was but a uh, good win for St Just, though. Coming back to a bit of form. Um, and last but not least, they Borley's Park, mate. Um, we said last week that Houston might have a tough one against Pendine, and it's not an easy place to go there. And so it proved, really, mate. In a 4-1-1 draw that saw the Blues dropped fourth in the table. So, um, so yeah, that, that's, that's Saturday, mate. And a, quick midweek round up um, saw Penryn stay top of the league with a 3-1 win against Parramwell mate at, at Koernick Road uh, Ryan Reeve mate with his goal number 39 putting him top of the charts mate sounding like Alan Freeman again <laughs> top though. of the charts <laughs> <laughs> yeah, top of the charts on 39 um, warmed up for a Sunday's league cup final mate against St Day they beat St the Agnes 3-0 at Oxland Park the multi-talented Barry Wyatt mate played in goal for the first half and then went up front for the second half mate and and Julie scored mate mm. <laughs> good good outfield player Barry mate um, Carrick mate they put up a much better fight at Wendron with their their midweek team mate you know seems to be obviously a lot better than the Saturday side um, but um, yeah they only lost three nil mate at underlane against Wendron. And Alston got back to winning ways with a 4-1 win at Redruth. Um, St. Ives, mate, they kept their outside title hopes alive and kicking, really, with a hard foot win at an improving Portlaoise, mate, um, 2-0. Um, so that was, you know, well done to Port 11, mate, who've, you know, improved a lot, mate, with their score lines, mate, you know, um, in the last couple of months. Slane um, beat Mullion 4-1 at Bickland Park, Dave, and. And last season's runners-up looks set for uh, another top six finish this season, mate. So uh, that was Saturday's and Tuesday night's games, mate.
1: Right. Okay. Um, and we don't know who scored for Helston uh, Tuesday night. Is Charlie Young still playing? We haven't mentioned him for a few weeks.
2: No, no, mate. I didn't. I didn't want to embarrass Charlie every week, mate. <laughs> Even though you know you. You can't help mentioning him, mate, could you, every week. But he scored one actually, Dave, on Tuesday night, surely. Did he? I did see that. Ah, yeah, good I think man. he got one. Good man. Yeah. Yeah, he's um he always, always good for a goal, mate, Any? he. Oh, it must be the top scoring midfielder, mate, Any he? In the county, Any?
1: he? I think he plays think? further forward, to be honest, for Elston. So I wouldn't the, the game I Does saw he, him who? against um uh Port on Boxing Day, I think it was. Oh, yeah, uh, did, he was you? quite a bit forward. Um, I wouldn't classify him as a midfielder anymore on that. Certainly on that game, but uh, we'll have You're to right. get him on, and he'll have to tell us what his role and position is these days.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We have to get Charlie get on before the season, season
1: finishes. That's right. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely, Dave.
2: Good idea, mate. Um, just to round it up, a hey, bit bit weird this week.
1: I think there's only three Saturday games. Yes, um, I saw that.
2: Did you see that, mate? Yeah, yeah. They must all be going
1: on uh, on uh, uh, egg hunts, Easter egg hunts, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, must
2: be, mate. Must be, mate. Um, but yeah, but the three games ain't too bad. There's two title contenders playing, so, and they both could have tricky matches, mate. I mean, fifth place and the mm-hmm. Ives play at Wendron, who on their day, you know, beaten the likes of Penryn and. So, you know, it might not be easy, mate. And and second place, Per and Porth, they, they've got Per and who well, we, You never know what Per and has got. So, you know, that could be a tough one as well, really. And Per and Porth, you know, not in the best of form lately. So so it could be another interesting Saturday, sort of, five o'clock, mate. We could have another sort of twist and a turn. But so um, two must-win, really, games for both clubs, mate. Mm. And, and the last one, mate, is Kararik's, um Saturday team mate will be trying to keep the score down against uh, visitors Pen pending I would have thought mate so
1: so theres Saturday so, uh, team are you suggesting they have a different team in midweek to Saturday?
2: <laughs> yeah I think so mate um... I mean I watched them <laughs> I think Richard's working really hard Dave and he You've got a feel feel for mate I mean after all the success that they've had you know over the last sort of four or five years and then to be right at the other end of it mate isn't it he gone from you Know, all, you know, it's all that silverware to sort of rock bottom, really. So, but I like Carrara, right mate. I have a good club, and I, you know, I like the facilities there. And I hope they really do turn it around in the summer, mate. And you know, they can get back on a sort of even keel, mate. Really,
1: No, we're um, we're recording this uh, Wednesday afternoon because of the Easter weekend, and obviously, we want to get it out earlier this week. And as we're talking, there is. Well, I, I say it's strong rumours coming out of Perampor that Ben Mitchell's been sacked.
2: R- really, mate.
1: So, what do I you know think... about this? You're the combo man.
2: Yeah, mate. No, I am um, not. Not a lot, mate. Not a lot. Really. Um... <laughs> well, that's no
1: good, is it? You were supposed to no, be no combination
7: league
2: sorry mate, I've, I've had the daughter around, she's oh. home for uni <laughs> mate for Easter so we've been entertaining her all afternoon oh, mate, we dear. we took Aloise out for lunch mate, at the Dutchy nurseries mate, that Lost Withill there mate, and yeah I've come home and I've, I've had to make the chilli for tea as well Dave, oh, so my, my speciality goodness. mate, oh, yeah. my speciality so yeah, so I haven't really been on Twitter or anything this afternoon mate so that's not a very long um, well Ten euro, mate. Is it
1: for Ben in the job, mate? No. If it's true, as I said, it's it's only a rumour at the moment. But suggestion is that um, perhaps they might have been looking for someone for next season, and uh, and uh, well, he's uh, played his card a bit earlier than probably they might have thought. He's gone by the sounds of it. But as we said, it is sheer rumour. Yeah. So uh, yeah, don't believe anything you hear on this podcast. But don't hey, mate, don't sue Mark Rhapsy. <laughs> At mate,
2: we're, 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 at the, uh, we're the podcast for breaking news, mate,
1: aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Any, any law suits, please address them to Mike Tyler Jeff.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, Dave, thanks, mate. My Cornish soccer dropped through the letterbox at 3 o'clock, mate, this afternoon.
1: Oh, you got the magazine? Yeah, ladies' magazine. Yeah, weeks, no surprise so. when I
2: got home. Thanks, mate. Oh, I'm had a good look at it yet, mate, but it looks, looks a good one, mate.
1: Totally good. Right, Thank so um, what have we got next? Shall we go to Phil Hiscox? Good old Phil. We, uh, as as normal, we uh, have to cover off a lot of the restructuring, but uh, he's another man with a, a busy weekend. Easter's coming up. <laughs> lot, lots of games to, to look forward to. Titles all closing in. The first question is, actually, Easter's coming up. Loads of games, Good Friday. Why is the university playing on Saturday?
3: Uh, Ludsham versus Weybridge and University versus Ilferkrim on Saturday, really, because they're just not really local derbies. They're what I call made-up fixtures. You've done all your local derby planning and you've got a couple of teams left over.
1: Ah, right. Yes. Um, Actually, the the Ludsham game had gone under my radar slightly. I'd missed that Yeah, Yeah, that's
3: the same. If Mausel and Penzance play each other and Porflevin and Wendrum play each other, Ludsham are sort of the odd one out. Uh, And likewise, Weybridge haven't really got a derby at the moment although of course next season they will have um, and, and it's the same in, in in the East Division you know Alfington and St Martins w- would play each other traditionally on Good Friday morning um, of course uh, on the reverse of c- at Christmas University are more than pleased to not have a fixture Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true.
1: But, uh, so which Good Friday fixture are you gonna well I... is it just one or two
3: I'm, I'm going... My Easter weekend is at least four, possibly five games. <laughs> um, Good Friday's already worked out as Beer Alston versus Plinstock in the morning with a little bit of a I've only been there the once uh, and, and that. And then uh, making the double from there is a little trip down to Lisgard versus Dobbles, uh, which I was at one point thinking I might be able to get rid of a trophy there, but that's probably not going to be able to happen this weekend. Um, because this technically need four points and obviously they they can't really get four points on Friday afternoon.
1: Unless Mousel Unless leaves. yeah, you have this
3: oddity because Penzance Mosel is an earlier kickoff. If Penzance happened to take something off Mausel in the morning, then yes, that could possibly change in the afternoon. Mm. But I, I well, the form book would suggest that Mousel wouldn't drop any points against Penzance. But you, you never know, local derbies, the form book
1: does go oh, out yeah, the window. that's true, that's true. Uh, uh,
3: so then Saturday, by process of elimination, <laughs> University versus Ilfracoon, because yeah. the, the use fixtures, I agree, he may not have left very much attractive fixtures, but at least he left one on his doorstep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then Monday, I think the plan is probably and Sticker because it's the only 11 o'clock kick-off and a, a trip down to the Cornwall Senior Cup final in the afternoon.
0: Oh, right.
1: So, and
3: a, a nice invite from, from CCFA. So.
1: Good. Uh, so, busy weekend, which yeah. Easter is always about, isn't it, really? So. It is. I, I,
3: and, you know, I think all three titles are pretty well... I don't think <coughs> they will get, get over the line this weekend, but it will be pretty well sorted. Uh, Tavistock uh, effectively need to win their last three games where they're playing Friday and Monday. So that will be a big, big step towards there. And of course, XMF have a very tricky game themselves on Friday away at Columpton. So if they don't pick up any points or drop any points there, then that will make it even easier for Tavistock. Uh, East Division, Stoke-Gabriel need, I think, seven points. And like Tavistock, they're playing Friday and Monday. So they could be almost there. And Lisgar, like we were discussing there, need technically four. They're playing Friday. Uh, and th- if they still need a result, of course, that the, the game at Dobbles was postponed to Christmas and, and they're away at Dobbles next Wednesday evening, so they're yes. playing Dobbles twice in a week, really.
1: Yeah, okay. I th- so, you, you didn't think about going to the Millbrook Tall Point uh, Good Friday match?
3: Um, no, no, I mean, uh, that wasn't <laughs> on my radar, on my radar.
1: Uh, I only mention it because of the. Uh, I know exactly what you. Uh, mean. There might have been a, just a question uh, <laughs> aimed to you towards restructuring, and um, we can't not have an episode without talking about restructuring. We're,
3: we're, I'm but, happy to talk about restructuring and the generals of it. I'm not going to no, no, no. give my reasons or the FA's reasons for, for well, individually, but
1: I, I've got a couple general yeah. questions first. Yeah. Um, I think you might have told me this before, but it's useful to recap. Um, Promotion. Now, once we get into next season and the end of next season, so we're talking 12 months hence. Promotion is going to be expected from both champions of the West and the East?
3: Uh, Promotion from step six to step five for the champions is expected to be mandatory. Um, The only allowance the FA have made is that if a club in the far southwest or in the southwest um, can demonstrate that uh, it's not appropriate due to travel or logistics or finance or whatever, then they will listen to that. Um, And I think we've talked about before the sort of argument that... um, You know, when Leicester City won the premiership and it was totally unexpected, if, say, a a Wendron or somebody like that was to win Division 1 mess next season, they could presumably make a very strong argument that this is a a once-in-a-lifetime thing and and it shouldn't affect them.
1: Right. Now, leading on from that, then, what if that uh, freak championship win actually happens the following season and they still don't want to go up?
3: The FA have made it clear that they will not allow a club to continually refuse promotion. I think that part of their plan... Allowing the first year of not going up Mm. will involve speaking to that club about its finance and its structure to sort of put in place things that would mean that the following seasons um, they wouldn't be able to use the same reasons for not going up.
1: Right, But if they were to decline going up the second season, would they face relegation? Uh,
3: What the FA have said said is a club nationally refusing mandatory promotion can be relegated to the division below the one they're currently in. So a a team winning step six refusing to go up could be placed in step seven. Uh, What the FA have also said, though, is that there are a range of other uh, I don't want to use the word punishments. Perhaps sanctions is probably a better word that can be put in. One of which, of course, is possibly the refusal of entry into the FA Cup and/or FA bars. Right, okay. There could be other tools used before you start getting to throwing clubs out. Yeah,
1: and you mentioned FA Cup. Um, now this season, I was led. Well, I was assuming that it's a top four. From
3: the FA yes, have uh, changed going. the wording very slightly this year. they they, they, they <laughs> sneaky buggers, <laughs> basically. Mm. They, they, the rule changes for this year's uh, FA conference are to, to change it from top four to ju- and then points per game to just points per game. So they're not giving shorts Now, I've spoken to one of the FA reps from, uh, in this particular case, Devon, but it, I mean, Jeff Lee at Cornwall would have presumably given me the same answer. Uh, and that is that the part of the reason for the change is that when there's in a new Step 4 league and two new Step 5 leagues the year after next, there will be even more pressure on Step 6 sides to qualify for the FA Cup. So the impression I had was it wouldn't make a huge difference this coming summer, but it would in future years. Right, Okay.
1: The FA Cup is gradually being squeezed away from the the real minnows, isn't it?
3: It is, unfortunately. It is a real shame. Because there is good prize money in it, albeit that uh, people do go on about the prize in the FA Cup. The only thing I'd say is is that you play a very, very good team very, very quickly. Um, So actually... There aren't an awful lot of teams at our level that win an FA Cup tie. Uh, I think this season I think there was only like two winners out of the the teams that entered because because you you're not going to play uh, you know somebody below you in the structure because they're, they're going to have to be almost on, on a on a roll like you are mm. to have qualified for the FA Cup.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And uh, just very briefly on on the, the draft constitution that came out last week. Yeah. Is, is there any Any room for manoeuvre? I mean, I know you say it's draft, but I'm
3: happy to talk about the the, the general. I think that the two comments I would I would like to make, (laughs) and I'm not going to talk about the individual clubs that have been chosen, um, is that the FA have set that it's 20 clubs per division so one argument I heard was, was that you'd have sort of 21 in one and 19 in the other that, that's
0: so not that's in my not power that's not possible right yeah okay. that's not
3: in my power and that was right from the outset nationally that step 5 and 6 is a maximum of 20 clubs so, so I think that's that's a statement of fact I'm more than why happy to make why do you think make.
1: they do that when there's more teams in higher leagues is it because of that the they, likes
3: they set things? maximums all the way down and they sort of 24 at some 22 at yeah. others and at step 7 of course the maximum now will be 16 So because this season we shouldn't have had 18 clubs in East. It was only because the restructure was happening that mm. they allowed that for, for this season. Right. Uh, so, so, that, know yeah, the, so the size that. of divisions is, is not in my power and is a national thing. So, that's, so that, I'd right. that, clear that one up straight away. The other issue I'd like to, to bring up a is this idea that a club in the bottom end of Division 1 West wouldn't be able to qualify um, or, or shouldn't be allowed in to help equate the numbers between Devon and Cornwall. Uh, so, I mean, one school of thought I've seen suggested is that uh, St. Blaise um, or, or a Penzance, who are in the bottom end of the West Division, just be refused promotion to avoid any need for lateral movement. There are two problems with that. First of all, uh, Penzance and St. Blaise and clubs like that ha- have... Um, followed all the rules. Dobbles is another one down there who have worked extremely hard to get planning permission for lights um, and they would certainly win any appeal about being refused promotion just to save somebody else from being laterally moved. You, you know, that, mm-hmm. That's just not going to happen and of course the other problem with that is how do you refuse a, a, a Dobbles because they happen to be in Cornwall uh, and then you allow a Honiton who are lower in the east table but have also worked damn hard to get planning commission for lights because it's okay for devon clubs to come up Mm. um the nitty-gritty of all this and this is the comment i would like to make back and i say i'm not i'm not talking about any individual clubs is that it's been abundantly clear from the start that it is east and west not devon and cornwall that um (laughs) If you're going to have 22 legal applicants from Cornwall, or it could have been the other way around, but we've got 22 legal applicants from Cornwall, two sides have to play in Devon, or have to play in the Eastern Division, rather. Mm. Um, And whichever two it is, they're probably going to be upset. Um, And my last word on the subject is... The, at the moment and for the last 12 years clubs in the Plymouth and Tamar Valley area have been in the middle of the Peninsula League haven't they mm-hmm. they've, they've had the benefits of not having the extremities of travel whether they're going to sort of Columpton and Exmouth or whether they're going to Helston and Falmouth so for the last 12 years all those clubs have been in the middle um, and obviously what's happened with the restructure is you now got in effect two new middles <laughs> um you, you you've got the sort of china clay area of St mm-hmm. Austell, some that i'd suggest is now the middle area of the west division they're, they're the ones that will benefit from the travel because they'll be in the middle uh, and likewise the sort of bobby trace c newton abbott area of of east devon or south devon rather would be the middle area of that division mm-hmm. um and what's ha- happened then obviously is the, the clubs in the plymouth and tamar valley area instead of being in the middle are now either to the far east of the west division or the far west of the east division yeah. uh, and I can't change that
1: No, and I bet um, I, I don't wish to uh, uh, move time on but I bet you uh, I bet you can't wish uh, for the First ball to be kicked next season, can you and all this restructuring gone and yeah. done and dusted? Yeah, it would
3: be it would be nice. It would be <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I do have tremendous sympathy with any club that doesn't want to you know, is being asked to play in a division it doesn't want to be, but I I have to keep coming back to the fact that if not them, then who? Hmm. And how do you justify them above the yeah. choice that the FA have made?
1: Someone's gonna feel uh, yeah. Theo- aggrieved aren't they? So yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah,
3: and that that's the problem is, is that you know, you can't just sort of say anybody but us. You you have to come up with a better answer. Mm.
1: Okay, well yeah. Enjoy your weekend, Phil. I'm Will sure it. you'll be travelling around, and there may be just the odd one or two asking you a few questions about uh, this subject. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it,
3: it's a, ne- a subject that's never far from, from my thoughts.
7: <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Uh, can I
3: just uh, also yeah, wish all our listeners uh, a very happy Easter. Yes. Don't eat too many eggs. Uh, I, I'm already booked for my one day off of Easter. is Easter Sunday, and... Uh, I have three young grandchildren who I'm organising an Easter egg hunt for, so it, it, I don't even get something off. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: right, well, have a good one anyway, Phil. Thank
0: you. Right
1: the rapper, are you up to scratch now with this restructuring, Uh Yeah, I
2: think so, Dave. I think I've, I'm understanding it uh, a lot more than I did, mate, uh, a month or two ago. Yeah, I think so, mate. Yeah, <laughs> Phil's explained it quite a bit and... And, uh, I think,
1: yeah, I think he might be a bit, uh, or he might still have to do some explaining by the sounds of it. Because uh, by the looks of things, um, the suggestion is that Millbrook aren't particularly uh, chuffed with having no. to be in the East Division. But it's East to West, isn't it? I mean, it's it's not Cornwall, Devon, unfortunately. So I don't know what mm. you know one can do about it. No, it's a
2: it's a difficult one that is, David. It with and obviously a point, you know. We're a, for it and Millbrook are against it, and they're sort of what three miles apart, right? And they it is it is it's quite a difficult one, isn't it? For the officers, to...
1: doesn't help their case, yeah. does it? So, yeah, no,
2: no, that's it, mate. Okay, yeah, watch your space, I
1: suppose.
2: Don't well, I you,
1: think you're probably right in that, and let's move on swiftly. So, yeah, right then, it's uh, as we keep saying, it's the Easter weekend with a full South West Peninsula League program on Good Friday. True, have that massive six-pointer at home on Saturday. And then on Sunday we've got the LWC Drinks Combination League final, um, and then on and then on Easter Monday, as normal, it's the Cornwall Senior Cup final. So uh, no local football follower can complain about the weekend. Uh, weekend, can they, Rapper? No,
2: mate, brilliant, mate. mate. I used to love Easter Day when I was a player used to love all the,
1: Well, I love it now, mate, still. It's just a great weekend for football, isn't it, though? Yeah, uh, and before we touch on the actual finals uh, coming up, let's just have a very quick look at the Mortgage Advice Bureau East Cornwall Premier League because things are changing fairly rapidly in that uh, league as well, in the Premier Division, because um, to a point they've been champions for, what, the last four seasons or whatever... Um, and I've been quietly sort of tipping them to uh, come through again. They lost four uh, nil Tuesday evening against Callington, so uh, I think we could be right in thinking it's now down to a two-horse race in Auston and Sodash for that one, don't you?
2: Yeah, they didn't see that one coming, mate. Did
1: you? No, no. I, in fact. When I, when I read it a bit earlier today, I did look on the, the various sites to make sure it wasn't a mistake, because uh, yeah, uh, well, although Torpoint they slipped up a couple of weeks ago when they lost uh, midweek to Millbrook, so um, mm. perhaps they don't perhaps they're another Saturday team, as you said, to Kaharic, uh, yeah, you have a Saturday <laughs> team and a midweek team. Uh, Torpoint <laughs> perhaps don't like playing midweek, so. Uh,
2: uh, you Sorry. do get some weird results, like, don't you, in the
1: midweeks? Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you never know who, who might be turning out for these teams. I would say yeah. though that I think uh, I'm right in saying that Torpoint, even if they aren't going to get back into uh, any chances of winning it, they are they are going to have a, a say in where the title is going to end up because um, who have they got to play? They've got. Uh, they've got AFC St Orstal they've got Paul, Paul Peral to play as well so um, it could still swing a little bit um, but as it stands at the moment coming into the weekend St Austell on top with 48 points played 20. Sodash second with 46 points and played 20 and then we've got a six point gap um, Paul Peral third played the same number at 20. 12 point also on 40 but I played a game less on 19. So. Uh, They'll be hoping to certainly win that game in hand and then at least still put the pressure on the top two. But uh, it could be interesting running to that league as well.
0: Your, Your Cornish soccer.
1: Let's kick off with our cup interviews, cup final interviews. I spoke to Steve Abbott Smith, better known as Abbo, the uh, skipper of a Lugan RBL, earlier this week. And uh, we started by talking about their cup successes compared to the league form.
4: Yeah, we been very much a cup team, haven't we? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Any any special reason, or is it just pure luck?
4: Uh well, <laughs> obviously, yeah, a bit of luck due to the penalties. <laughs> um, but no, I guess it's the one-off games that you get because you you realise you're out of the league title. You you need to keep going in the cup to keep your season alive.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look at um, the, your your league form it's been disappointing really isn't it
4: ah it's been all over all over the place yeah it's um considering we come down from the league above it's been very poor but the cups have sort of dragged us out of having a bad season and turned it into a good season
1: if we quickly touch on the Liscard game last week um you must have all enjoyed that one
4: <laughs> i think we're not quite over it yet <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's nearly a week now, Abu. I mean,
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's like when you play the bigger teams, you get a result. Um, Steve Green summed it up really. He said that's the best result in a Luggins history since that St Blazy game. Yeah, uh, seven, eight year, nine year ago now. I think.
1: Cranky. Yeah, that's true. So um, now, of course, it's the Copa Cup final on, um, or first to come up. Uh, on Sunday, St Day at Port 11. So, uh, last time you played in in the Combo League Cup final was season 2013, or 12-13, and uh, as things go, it's always the same, isn't it? That was against St Day, and a lug and loss. So, were you involved in that one or not?
4: No, no, I, I was second team then, so I was watching that one, but very, very gutted watching it, yeah, because it was a strong rivalry back then
1: as well. Yeah, because uh, that adds to the spice, doesn't it? On Sundays, not only a final, but it's a, a bit of a derby game as well. With players, no doubt, having played for each side.
4: Oh yeah, it is. It is a massive rivalry, like locally. I would say one of the biggest, especially in combo, because there is a lot of um, yeah, like you say, a lot. I think they've got about seven or eight players that have played for Lagan, right. and then there's always the banter going round. Um, <laughs> yeah, it should be a good game.
1: Yeah, and um, I mean it. It was a it was an interesting match. Your semi final, wasn't it, against the knives? Ah,
4: uh, yeah, um, awful game, wasn't it? It was awful. Um, but little moment that sparked it off was probably the red card. Mm. Um, nice to be fair to them, I think they're probably the best team we've played all season in the combo. Of them and Houston, I would say. Right. So that was a brilliant result was well. Really, they can feel hard done by, but.
1: Yeah, we' we'll take that that one went to penalties and then uh, obviously uh he came through on that but um I mean how have you got on against day in the league this season
4: we won out there two one and again it was a that one was a poor game really Three scrappy goals but but somehow yeah we and then we went and beat them and you thought oh we might be able to do something and catch up with the top four or five but Saint day to be fair to them have gone on a Brilliant. run. I was just looking, then actually, and I think they've only drew one game and won the rest since then, and that was back in December.
1: Yeah. In fact, the uh, the combo league itself is fairly tight, isn't it? I mean, uh, who who you've obviously played against them all. So, who would you say is likely to come out on top? I
4: would say Penryn purely because they're on they're in form now. They've got Ryan reeves and Per and Port. just seem to have slipped off a little bit. And I think they play well tomorrow night, and I think that could be the game where they slip up. And I think Penrwl will win their rest. We will see them win it. Mm, okay, that'd be my prediction. Maybe, but whoever wins it deserves to win it. So yeah.
1: Who's the best team you've actually played though? Do you reckon? When it's been a lugging playing that, that would
4: yeah have to be St Ives.
1: Right. Okay.
4: I I'm not sure they they've probably seen themselves underachieved a little bit because. Yeah, they've been the strongest team we've played them, and followed by Houston, They've also done really well, but again, those two are looking like they're going to be fourth, fifth.
1: Mm. Okay, and uh, so how's the club uh, sort of gearing itself up for Sunday? Are you going to have have any you know sort of pre-match routine? a coach going? Yeah, down, there's,
4: there's there's a little bit of talk that we're going to meet up for a breakfast in the oh, morning, right? And then we've actually booked the. Uh, we got a double-decker going down. Not quite for that. I think we got about 60 people on it, right. including the players. So we should... And I know St Deer are doing the same. Hopefully we get some decent weather and it should be a really good
1: little game. Were you at last year's League Cup final? Um, I don't think I was. Yeah, you were Who lucky? was that then? Well, you were, it was today day against Pairn-Porth, per- oh, yeah. per- I think. And uh, it absolutely... Held to down in rain for the whole 90 minutes, I think. So, uh, um, it was
4: hopefully we're getting the rain out of the way today.
1: Yeah, that's right. But, um, so that that's Sunday, Easter, Easter Sunday. Uh, any injuries, any problems? Apart from <laughs> I'm assuming uh, Anton Oliver is, is out red carded.
4: Yeah, oh, I feel so sorry for Anton and gutting for him because he over the last few months he's been outstanding. Um, and I thought, obviously he was going to play against his brother.
1: Yeah, I thought he had a great game actually against Liscard, uh, the sort of lone striker.
4: Yeah, it was something Anton over the last few years has just, he's come up and up. Like he was, he's was, he been third team, he's been second team. Mikey's given him a proper crack this year up front by himself and he's learning it and he's he's only 20 so he's still got a long way to go. But like you say on Wednesday night, I thought he bossed him around up there
1: brilliantly. And uh, you're a midfielder, so you'll be actually playing against his brother on Sunday, won't you? So, his twin brother. So, how are you going to boss him around?
4: Mm, Yeah, it's a a tough one, isn't it? I just hope, hopefully, hopefully, get the legs on him a little bit.
1: You got longer legs, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah, I'll try and use that. Or I'll just let let Robo do the work again.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he's Robbo's playing in a slightly more forward position than I expected. He's not playing at the back, he was uh midfield, wasn't he, against Liscor? Yeah,
4: we've he pops up with goals, he does the simple thing, and to be honest, we've got about six centre backs, so <laughs> it it's just the way it is really. He's he's a good he is he can play midfield as well as you know as you can see. Then obviously we've got, we've got options, but yeah, like Mikey said in the interview the other day, it is the case at the moment of two squads because injuries. You're, you're resting four one week, playing different four, playing people from the third team.
1: So lots of players uh, coming in and out. And um, and then final question really is, uh, you you met or the club made this decision uh, early uh, to not. Uh, play in the Step 7 new league next season. Um, was that a unanimous sort of decision in the end that all the players, you know, d- didn't want to do it? Or how did it go?
4: Yeah, um, when we first made the decision, it, it was everyone was a bit keen because we played Port 11 that day and um, we beat them. And obviously they was top of the league above. And everyone was sort of like, yeah, yeah, we need to play these every week. Mm-hmm. But... As, as the season went on a bit more, we started having injuries and players out and realizing we haven't got the squad for it such as um the commitment isn't there really for that that travelling. Um and then there was all a bit of it was a bit in the air and Leicester Thomas the chairman, coming the changing room on the uh, last Saturday, I think. Basically asked all the players what they thought. And every single player was against going up, really. There wasn't one... Mm. Once one or two said it, It was like, yeah. yeah... I mean, this season, it's been... Luggan's been quite tough over the last few years in the league above because of the... Obviously, losing games most weeks isn't easy, but this season, you've had... We've won more games than we lost. The seconds are winning. The thirds are bringing more players through and through each week. And it's just been a better atmosphere around the club. So... It was a big risk to take going up, really, because we might have needed six, seven players, really, which are hard to come by. Mm.
1: And, uh, I mean, one of the arguments I was given on Saturday is that the higher you go up, the more monies are available through funding and all this. But you've got to have the people working behind the scenes, haven't you? And, and, uh, you know, what's a lugging like for uh, Uh, having the personnel available?
4: We're we nowhere near set up for it. Nowhere near. No, the the people doing the work that goes on, it shouldn't be them people. And it's it's hard because you've got we're a Royal British Legion, um, so all the money raised in the bar, it basically goes to the Royal British Legion. Mm. So it's not like oh, you spend money at a club and it goes back to the football. They do their best, the club do, but it's it's a hard one. Like you look at other clubs in the leagues above and they're they're their setup is a lot lot better than ours. We are literally a local village club.
1: And obviously, Pear and Porth have now decided not to enter it either. So, um, without sort of getting into the particular clubs individually, can you see other sides deciding uh, that perhaps it's not the thing for them or not? Yeah,
4: I've, I've personally had a chat with a few people, and they, it seems I think Pen Rim will definitely go for it. And that was. Obviously, why they wanted to go to mm. um, Okay, And the other clubs, yeah, I think if there was one more combo team, it might be three, four, five, six, six teams not go. But I don't know where that leaves, leaves the league above. Mm. Gets a bit confusing, I imagine.
1: Well, yeah, I, there's got to be a minimum, I guess. And, um, and it will make it a bit uh, nervous for them as to whether it will go ahead. But um, let's hope it doesn't come to that. Uh, let's hope that Alugan enjoy the the rest of the season. And uh, you, as skipper, you must be even more looking forward to it.
4: Yeah, yeah, been been a long time since won any trophies. Really, take it for granted as a cap as a like. What was it? Now six years ago, probably mm. during the second team spell. So yeah, you do take it for granted at the time.
1: Got your speech? So be,
4: it would be nice to win something.
1: Got your speech ready for the end of season awards, too?
4: Yeah, always ready for a speech. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, thanks, Abbo. All the best. Yeah,
4: thank you, Dave. Well done l- with what you do.
1: Good luck, Sunday.
4: Thank you. See you then. Cheers.
0: Your Cornish 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 okay. Okay.
1: Right then, Rappel. Yes, there's Abbo. A cup football seems to be bringing out the best in a lugging this season, doesn't it? Um, they. they have to rise to the occasion again though on Sunday local derby and a final it's 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 going to be a a tough ask for them I think
2: yeah like you said David you know I think I think they've got to be I mean they're on hell of an unbeaten run mate aren't they at the moment um I know you're talking to Rob later on in the show mate you know you know but um yeah I think they'll probably start as favourites but you don't know mate do these local derbies mate and and Gallup Park, mate, it's been a pretty happy hunting ground, hasn't it, for Lagan this year? You know, knocking yeah. out, knocking out the first, you know, Portlaoise first team on pens, and you know they had a big win there in the Combo League of the other week as well. So, yeah, no, mate, it's be, probably you would say sixty-four decent day, mate. When you know it, but anything could happen, mate, it
1: on the day? Okay, well, that's uh, it's the turn of the opponents today now to respond, and uh, we welcome back one of our regulars, Rob Hosking. Well, Rob, uh, big game coming up Sunday, I think.
9: Yes, uh, another another massive game um, for us. For us, Dave, they're coming sort of thick and fast at the moment and a chance, you know, to hopefully retain the, retain the cup that we won this sort of time last year.
1: Yeah, I mean, Sint Day over the last few years has got a well, fantastic record in the League Cup, haven't they?
9: Yeah, um, we've we've done done quite well. It's probably you know fair to say one of our favourite competitions, and um, I think Joff Joff has been involved in in quite a lot of a lot of those uh, occasions. It's 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 uh, one that the the club looks out for every season.
0: Yeah,
1: three wins in the last what uh, six seasons. Will this be a seventh mm. uh, season? Um, and one of those, of course, against Luggan.
9: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that uh, gives us a bit of added spice uh, to to this this Sunday. And if if I was a
1: betting man, uh, you know, the money would have to go on Saint Day because you, you come into this game on a tremendous run of form, don't you?
9: Yeah, I think. Whereas in the league, um, and at the moment, I think we're we're thirteen unbeaten at the moment, twelve twelve wins if I'm correct, and a and a draw. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but as you know, and as every other club official would say in most clubs, that, that league form tends to go out the window on these occasions. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, to be fair, you struggled against
1: Wendred in the semi-final, didn't you?
9: Yeah, I think overall we had the lion's share of possession. They set up very well, um, and the conditions on that day we didn't adjust um well enough i don't I don't think not quick enough. We did everything but really have any meaningful shot at goal in the first forty five minutes um and we were caught on the break and uh fair play to Wendering and they took their chance um but you know we had a good chat at half time and second half we you know we really showed what we were made of i think um and that's what got us where we are. Um, this weekend mm. and uh, two goals from
1: Tyler Oliver it's, it's a bit of a shame that he's not going to be playing against his brother really isn't it
9: yeah that would have been an, uh, an interesting matchup, up uh, definitely and I think that would have given it not that the game needed much more spice or building up but that certainly <clears> would have <throat> would have topped it off I think
1: yeah you say spice because um, as I've already spoken to Steve Abbott-Smith uh, from a lugan and uh, he pointed out that there's obviously quite a few players that have played for uh, both sides, um, so the spice is there just because of that They're alone, isn't it?
9: Yeah, definitely. I think you. I think it's something like, you know, the the distance between the clubs is something about three and a half miles, maybe maybe a little bit more. Um, and as you say, with local football as it is, several players have, have played for both sides um, over the years, know each other quite well, so it is, you know. A, a local derby in a cup final. Yeah, you wouldn't have had
1: to make any spy missions before the game. That's for sure.
9: No, definitely not. You you know, um, you wouldn't need to, to to write too much on on each other. They they know each other sort of inside out. Um, <laughs> you know, Mikey's been around a long time as well with the luggin', and and he and he knows what we're all about, and and we we know
1: what they're all about. Do you have to G the players up because they are on a good run or do you have to remind them that actually, you know, they are going to be meeting opposition today that's going to be up for it? Um, You know, how much of a team talk are you having to do at the moment?
9: At the moment, the the team talks sort of do themselves, you know, everything takes care of itself. There are areas that we tend, tend to focus on and kind of at times we do need to so just to remind them, you know, to if they when they have taken their foot off the gas a little bit, because complacency, you know, can be massive, um, in in all sorts of sports, especially football at this level. Um, so there has been one or two occasions where we've just had to sort of, you know, remind them. Um, and as, as far as we've been viewing our matches, you know, every game for us is a cup final. Doesn't matter whether technically there's silverware at the end of that league game, which obviously there isn't, but over the course of the 38 league games, or be it, you know, 36 or whatever it is with the withdrawal of, of West Cornwall, that every game we need to approach in the same manner. Mm-hmm. And supporter-wise,
1: are you expecting or hoping to take uh,
9: uh, a good crowd down with you? Um, hopefully, I'm, I'm very hopeful that that we've got one, if not two coaches going down. I mean, Last year, the the support, even in those horrific conditions down at Port, um, was was phenomenal, and and it really sort of acted like the the twelfth the twelfth man for for the for the lads, and and I think they they played a massive part in in achieving what we did last last year.
1: Actually, considering the conditions, because it rained for the whole ninety minutes, and it considering that the match was actually quite a good spectacle, wasn't it?
9: Yeah, it was. You know, it was a very, very good game, you know, to to watch and participate in. And, you know, I certainly think those that that did Brave Elements certainly got value for money and and got a really good cup final, I think.
1: Well, actually, I know, you know, there's a lot of stick given to the league uh, because Gallup Park is chosen on a regular basis. But that's one of the beauties of having a a fairly big stand, isn't it? Um, You know, in conditions like that. It was good to be in under and out of the rain, so uh, so you can't complain too much.
9: No, no, definitely. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, well, poor Flevin have got another cup final," but the the surroundings there and the pitch lent itself to to a good cup final and a, a, a good atmosphere for the spectators and with with some protection from from the elements. And is it still one of the best pitches in the league? Yeah, definitely. It's definitely. You know, one of the best pitches in the county, I think, and hopefully we'll we'll see again next. Um, well, this weekend, sorry. I know that the lads played down there um, the weekend before last. Um, I was absent, and they said it was. You know, even even when other pitches were bone dry, it was still a little bit soft and and conducive to good good football.
1: Right, and let's have a, a very quick chat about the league as well, because um, I mean, you're third in the table at the moment, and well it's going to be tight running isn't it uh, anyone what from five teams
9: yeah probably four four i'd four or five yeah definitely um and if i'm honest i think goal difference could play a massive a massive part um in in who wins the league this year
1: oh so you wouldn't have liked to uh, when you saw the score from the penrinn game on saturday you weren't too chuffed with that one
9: well, no, but everyone's played you know kaharrick this year and and um, you know good on Kaharrick for getting a side out to be fair they could have they could have crumbled and you know we could have been facing one one less team in the league um but rich has done a good job in getting a, a, a team out and and we're still to play Kaharrick, which I think is our last game of the season, so um oh, 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 mm, good timing. yeah yes,
0: yeah, so. yeah,
1: well, um. As far as uh, the league goes, it's going to be a tight affair. You mentioned Cahill. There is this issue with with teams struggling to get players. I assume there's no problem at Saint Been a lot of talk this season, and, and obviously West Cornwall dropping out. Cahill struggling. What's the situa- situation been like uh, at uh, at a club like Saint where it seems to be that there's a, a, a great youth system there? there's lots of things going on, there's plans to, you know, improve the ground facilities, etc. I take it today are one of the clubs that are actually, well, on a high at the moment?
9: Yeah, I think, you know, we've we've always had a very strong um, committee and they're very, very proactive um, and they, they don't like to sort of sit still. So we're, we're quite lucky in, in that respect and that, you know, that leads to, to fruition in other areas you know is how we've we've got a thriving youth section um, we had the successful under sixteens team a lot of them obviously moved on to to become Halston under eighteens we've we've got several of those that that are involved with the club um in men's football on Saturdays now a few of them are currently away in a on a tro college tour um but we're we're quite lucky in, in that respect um and because of the facilities you know the the successes we've had on the pitch i think we, we've we've built from that and, and people do want to come and play for us um as for the first team we've got a close-knit squad who we've made a couple of additions to maybe each season but the core of that squad have been together for four to five seasons now
1: mm-hmm. so all looking good and uh... And the final question is: Is there any truth in the in the suggestion that the, the tremendous run of form is with the appointment of you as assistant manager? <laughs>
9: <laughs> um, strangely enough, Dave, that was mentioned in the clubhouse on Saturday evening um, after the St Agnes game. Um, <laughs> I'm I can't take sole or sole credit or any credit for that. I mean, I've able I've been lucky enough that I've been asked to get involved and use my experience from other areas. Um I have done some coaching in the past for you know I was at the community section with Plymouth Argyle and with the Troy City youth and stuff and done a bit of coaching. Um and obviously I'm I'm no spring chicken so I've I've been around and, and you know played a bit. So I I've, I'm able to have a little bit of an input in certain areas but i've not needed to, to say or do too much because as i said a lot of the team talks and everything else you know they 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 take themselves because the the guys have played together for such long periods of time and they they know each other you know i may have had to have a word in one or two people's ears and and you know and give them a little bit of other minor advice and a few tweaked a few little things um but i think it's a whole sort of you know, it's a it's a squad and a, a club effort. And uh, whilst I think about it, and this is the final
1: question, Gary Johnson, what's the connection with you and him? I, I saw um, you on Twitter that uh, <coughs> obviously with Torquay winning so, the national well, league.
9: Yeah, yeah. So when I was younger, in my teens, I I was sort of a sprinter, sort of in school and all that stuff, and they sort of saw me um play the odd game and I was invited to train with Yeovil. I had a trial and I trained with them during the summer. Um and I was offered a, a sort of a scholarship at at um at a college in Yeovil but there was no money in it at the time. I was offered the chance to sort of train and play with the club four days a week and then go and get an education. Um unfortunately with financial situations, the distance there and everything else, it didn't it didn't really work out. Um I was then offered a second trial a few months later but by that time i I was suppressed to requirements um when i went back following that i did train with the youth team at Exeter city for for a few weeks as well but again i think the the one thing they said to me was um they they liked what they saw but i was no better than what they already had (laughs) so they they said i wasn't going to make you know that sort of next step Mm. um so that's 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 where that came from um and I've, I've still got my yoval training kit now which i i uh i, I uh live and sleep in i love my yoval shorts
1: all <laughs> <laughs> ah, right and a bright color as well so uh... yeah yeah okay well thanks uh thanks rob uh all the best on sunday i shall be supporting both today and in
0: Logan.
9: no problem good to talk to you dave thank you ever so much
0: your corny <laughs>
1: Well, what a record they've got in the League Cup, today Dave. Three wins in the last six seasons before this one coming up on Sunday. Uh, that's pretty impressive, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is, Dave. Isn't it? That's, that's some achievement, mate. Isn't it? Because any cup is hard to, well, especially to retain, you know. But, but um, yeah, to a record like that, you know, it could well five o'clock on Sunday, mate. That could be like four years out of seven, you know. When you think there's twenty teams going for the cup, mate, every year, mate. That's
1: it takes a bit of doing, though, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. Now, here's your quiz question for the week. Um, yeah. Now you, we know that they beat a once. Who were their other two wins against, St Dave? Oh, is... In the finals. Now, one was last season. Surely your memory isn't yeah, that bad. Yeah, yeah. Remember that one, mate. Paul wasn't it? Correct. Yeah. What uh, was the attendance? That the attendance? The attendance two eighty three. Oh, unlucky. Two eighty nine. Ooh. that was uh, you the cheated the you head. haven't that got it a... on your iPad <laughs> no, there, have you that was, no no I haven't
2: made that. yeah that was straight off the old that, yeah. Yeah, you
1: that's, know me mate with the old attendance. Really has, yeah. right so <laughs> Parramporth they won 4-2 last season and yeah. um, we know that they beat Luggage 2-1 so who was their other win against who
2: was the other one mate who was the other one um,
1: surprise surprise it was at Port 11
2: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Shot, right,
1: Big shot. Um, oh. I don't think you'll get this. One. I don't think no, I don't think I will. Falmouth. Falmouth, no,
3: yeah.
10: Oh, Falmouth actually, Falmouth,
1: Falmouth it. won it a couple of years before that. No, it wasn't Falmouth, yeah. it was a think, team yeah. down on the Lizard Peninsula.
2: Well, Elston, what Helston,
1: right, Mullion? Well, let's just say Could all of M- them. Helston, Mullion. Yeah. Now, which one is it? Yeah, I'll go, go for and then, mate. Correct. It was Mullion. Oh, right. Yes, they won three, that, two. Your bonus question, attendance? <laughs> that day, mate? Yeah. 315. Way out. 205. <laughs> 205. Oh, yeah, not such a good one. Mullion would have
2: bought a coach up for
1: that, mate, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. interesting enough, life. the highest attendance in the last... three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, about 10 seasons was yeah. 427, which is relatively impressive, I would say. Uh, yeah, that was... Be... against Lodgfond. Really? Yeah. Know. Which surprises me yeah. a bit, but there we go, 427. Yeah, so so, so yeah. that's the LWC combination League Cup final. Um, before we uh, talk to our Senior Cup managers... It's time for our predictions.
0: Your Cornish
1: Five games from the Saturday matches coming up. And uh, so who we got this week?
2: Dave, before we start this week, mate, I think I need to... I know we give each other a hard time, mate, don't we, on, the, uh, on our predictions, mate, with it be 6-2 after 19 episodes, but... I know you're not a a man to blow his own trumpet, Dave. So I'm going to do it for you, mate. I, <laughs> I, I think you need a pat on the back, mate, for last week. Because I'll just take you through the games, right, mate? Yeah, you, yeah. you was you got one spot on, mate, and you was only one goal out in all the other games. Oh, yeah, it could easily be that was unlucky. Uh, 60, right? Yeah, was yeah, unlucky. yeah. Honestly, Dave. Yeah, I mean, St Denis, let's go on, mate. You went for one three. Mm-hmm. That was spot on. That's the one I got St. right. St Minver, yeah, yeah St Minver. I was at that game mate and James Oren scored like about two minutes from the end for yeah. that trick and I thought about you,
0: mate.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <Good> <laughs> old James. Back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Played by well, a good great striker. Um yeah, so remember at Mormons, though, mate, you went um two three and it was two all. Mm-hmm. so nice pound Porth, you went three one and it was three two mate, and pound porth scored in the last three minutes Ooh, for that one. Oh no. Yeah. Wrong. I know mate, yeah. Uh, Foxhall, you went 3 2 and it was 3 1. Oh. And I was at that game, mate. And St Morgan had a, a, a decent chance, you know, to get ahead of in the last couple of minutes, which would have made it 3 2. Hmm. And you, you went ruin minor for mate. You went 4 2 and it was 4 1. Hmm. So I think you've, you know, I think you deserve a pat on the back for that. Though, Thank you very much. Be honest, Thank
7: mate. you. Well, well
2: done, mate.
1: <laughs> right. I bet this week could be a shambles after you've said that. <laughs> yeah. Right, so not quite so many <laughs> games to choose from this week as we've discovered already that not everyone's playing on Saturday. Um, so let's kick off in the Peninsula League. In fact, it's not all Saturday anyway because this one is a Good Friday game. Uh, Godolphin mm. Atlantic against Newquay. My turn to go first? It is
2: your turn, yeah. Dave, yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Uh, all, yeah, obviously a real local derby. This one, two teams from the same town, so that uh, makes it a little bit more interesting because, uh, as far as league position goes, it's not that uh, great a match. Godolphin 15th, Newquay 13th, but um, well, Godolphin seemed to be getting some good results uh, last couple of games, mm-hmm. so uh, and they got home advantage. I'm gonna go. I know you're not gonna go like this because Nuki, one of your former teams, Godolphin <laughs> yeah. three, Nuki one.
2: Oh mate, yeah, like, like you said, Dave. I, I know it is a sort of a, a bottom seven sort of clash, mate, in it. But but the ten comes out for this one, Dave, and like you said, it'd be an X peppermint. I mean, to be fair, mate, like you said, Godolphin, I've picked up, mate, and you know, great win at Lawrence and, was, was it four one? take on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's impressive, a point you know. And even against Argyle exactly. Friday. Yeah, even more. Yeah, yeah. And Argyle scored in the last minute, mate. Didn't
1: they in that one? Uh, it was late on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: So. So, so yeah, I mean, it could have been two, six. You know, six brilliant points, mate. Couldn't it? But mm. but Nuki have picked up a little bit, Dave. You know, obviously, still follow Nuki's results, and they have picked up a bit of form lately, mate. They've had some decent wins. Um, you know, did, was it 5-0 at Carrington the other week?
3: Yeah. Was it 5-0? Okay.
2: Yeah. So, they've had a draw, you know. 0-0. Drew, drew no, like, mm. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm going to go, Dave, <laughs> with me with me new key spectacles on it. But um, I'm going to go for a, a cracking 3-3 draw Ooh. in front of about 500 people, mate.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. So,
2: yeah.
1: you don't get any bonus points for the attendance. but But... No. <laughs> But you might get some knocked off if you're not right. Uh, yeah. Right, East Cornwall Premier, Roy Radford M- Memorial Cup semi-final second leg. This one we've uh, yeah. well, this what's this the th- third week running that Walmington have played St Mimber? Must, yeah, so
2: third Saturday running. They're gonna be getting fed up with each other, aren't they? Yeah, that's that's the thing, isn't it, Dave? You know that familiarity breeds. I don't know, mate. It's not great, is it, when you play a team? Like three times in sort of three weeks, so, I don't know, mate. I I used to hate that, mate. I used to hate sort of playing a team because you know, in sort of like one of them, you're going to sort of come unstuck, don't you? Yeah. Really, but do well to win all three. But so this is the but, second
1: um, leg. They drew two yeah. all in the first leg last week. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm assuming I don't know. Away goals can not double. I doubt it. Surely, but um, mm, uh, yeah. so what are you going for?
2: Yeah, I think more would start. I mean, I went for St. Member last week, Dave 3-2 in the league, but, but I'm going to turn it around this week, mate. I think home advantage, you know, they're flying at the top of the league, mate, in not they? So I'll go 4-2. Um, sorry, mate. 4-2 so mate. All
1: right, 4-2. Well, I I agree that yeah. still will win, but I haven't got it quite as close as that. Uh, I haven't got it quite as convincing as that because uh, I'm going for a 2-1 win for Morwenstow i a lot to choose between those two and the results no. against each other have told us that so it'd be interesting, probably be about 6-0 this week or yeah. that's football isn't yeah. it but, you're the uh, man in form Yeah. right, combo um, Perrin Porth, second against Perrin Well, ninth as you said there's only a, a small number of games in this league so um, we've gone with Perrin Porth again uh, we don't know for sure whether Ben Mitchell will be there. The rumour is that he's been sacked. So, uh, is that going to be good for the team or bad for the team? Uh, neither neither them or Paraport exactly set the world alight in the last three games, that's for sure. So, I reckon the players will come together for Paraport and they're going to walk away after 90 minutes with a 2-0 win. 3-0, Dave? 2. Yeah.
2: Oh, sorry,
1: 2-0. Two, yeah. Sorry, man.
2: The dog barked outside, mate. As you <laughs> said it,
1: oh, right, hang on. Bit. It was Parramore. Woof, woof. Parramore, <laughs> Will nil. Just to confirm. Okay,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I, think, I agree, mate. I I think per and Porth would probably. I mean, is is a must-win game for them, mate. And it really, they got they got to win. So, um, yeah. I don't know, mate. I think Parramore got some goals. Hopefully Jack might get one, mate. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully Jack will score, mate. But not according to but, my
1: prediction. Uh, no, I don't want him to no, score.
2: No, he won't, mate. Um, no, I, I agree, mate. I think Parentport will. I think last time, mate, when they, I think they had a caretaker manager. I think Luke uh, Luke Ward took over the team for a couple of games, today. Mm-hmm. So, Luke might be a caretaker manager on Saturday. I don't know, but interest. But I, yeah, I'll go. I'll, I agree, with you know. I'll, I'll go for. 4-2, mate. 4-2? Four. Another 4-2 four four. for you? Yeah. Is like that your I favourite
1: scoreline or something?
2: It is this week, Dave, isn't it? Uh, actually,
1: hang <laughs> on, there's a bit of a pattern with your predictions. Have you noticed?
2: No.
1: Six goals in all of them so far. Oh,
2: yeah. Crikey, mate, yeah.
1: Really? Yeah, I didn't
2: it? <laughs> Wishful thinking, Dave, isn't it? Wishful
1: thinking. Right. Next one, Dutchie Premier. Now, I know this is um, should be a one-sided... Fair Lost with you against Foxhall. Your turn, yeah,
2: yeah, cheers, mate. Um, champions are let, mate. In it, they're on the they'll be on the all high, mate. When they have to last week, I would have thought and Sean, mate, done a great job there. Junior Cup final, look forward to, Dave. So, mm-hmm. you know, people still playing for places and all, mate. And they, so you know, I wouldn't have thought any of the players would want to let up, really. Um, got a good squad, don't they? So um, and it mate. They come off the bottom last week. Didn't they didn't. They had a bottom yeah. two clash, and they beat Garen's didn't they? Garens yeah. and
1: Sabol, they've won so. two of the last three games.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. I, I, I do follow lost Williams, because of Billy, mate. I was seeing old mate Billy in gold, mate. But I think Billy's going to be be busy, mate. Any on Saturday? <laughs> um, no doubt he'll pull off a few worldies, mate. But I'll I'll go four one Fox all day.
1: Ah, uh, you've gone the same as me right yeah. weeks, every week mate isn't it every yeah. week we do one don't we I thought uh, I think it's, without doubt Foxhole's going to win this When it's just a question of what score yeah um, I'm going to go one more than 5-1 to Foxhall. yeah yeah good side mate isn't it? good side
2: yeah, so that's
1: that one last one um, we have got in the Trelawney in the Russell Hall Cup Division 3 I think this uh, uh, that cups four division three teams semi final hail on the Astro. Uh, Sinai, uh, Just reserves 11th in the table against parallel Reserves parallel again. Um, they're fourth. They've had two good wins against Just in the league, and one of those being a, an 8 1 victory. Um, they've probably got the better run of form as well at the moment, won four of the last six league games. So, uh, I'm gonna oh I'm gonna go with another five one. It's uh, just yeah. one Paramwell five.
2: Yeah, I was thinking along them lines as well, Dave. I, like, you know, must have not seen either team play, and you know, I was just trying to do it by the league table really, mate. I know Parimal got a couple of decent players, mate, that have played sort of first in the past, but but yeah, I've gone for four one actually, Dave. All ah, right. right.
1: So, yeah, so there we are like that's our predictions yeah. for this week some high scoring games so yeah. make sure you go along and watch them can't say you haven't seen any goals if our predictions are right but then we no, can't say they're going to yeah. be right so what's the score in um uh, out of the 20 no uh 19 episodes
2: yeah six three Dave.
1: six, six three, three to me
2: Oh, <laughs> um, no, still to me, mate. Oh. Luckily, though,
1: mate. Luckily, I must have <laughs> after last week, mate. <laughs> uh, right. OK. Yeah. Right. Senior Cup. So uh, let's look at that. Uh, that's on Easter Monday. Saltash United against Farmer Town. And first up is the Saltash manager, Matt Cusack, and their four cup finals. Only two league games to go, Matt, uh, but two cup finals as well, so still lots to look forward to.
10: Yeah, um, loads to look forward to, obviously. Um, for us, we're building it as four cup finals because um, we, you know, every game's important. We want to finish as highly as we can in the league uh, and obviously we've got the two finals as well, so uh, yeah, still lots to play for.
1: And before we get on to the cup final on Monday, of course, you've got to... Relatively big game on Good Friday, Tavistock away, haven't you? You know, you can't win the league, but you can still affect who might win it.
10: Yeah, and we might be uh, sort of kingmakers, as, as my dad would have said. So, uh, so yeah, obviously, big game at Tavistock. We've uh, got some great momentum behind us at the minute, winning sort of nine games on the Toronto competitions. Uh, and they're obviously playing for the league. And, and we are now up to third uh, before going into to tonight's game. I think Primoeth Argyle are playing and they can leapfrog progress again. Um, but obviously, I think the worst we could finish is now fifth, uh, depending on what Seno still do. Uh, but with those sort of dropping points last weekend, and with our victory on Friday night, um, it puts us in a, in a good position. So yeah, so we've all still got lots to play for because we want to finish as high as we can. Tavistock are obviously pushing for the league, so yeah, it should be a, a cracking encounter.
1: And of course, I think it's—I'm still right in thinking that if you finish in the top four, it's a, a guaranteed FA Cup. Um,
10: yeah, uh, that, that's how I always thought it was. Um, and then I heard some meetings a while ago that they said, oh, that wasn't going to be the case because of the realignment of the leagues. They now want it from step five only. Oh. Um, but then I've heard again recently that that is the FA, the, the case again that the FA Cup would be uh, for, for teams out of that finish in the top four. So I to be honest, Dave, I don't really know what's going on there, but all we can do is finish as highly as we can. Uh, we've always said to the players, actually finish within the top four, then it's guaranteed sort of FA Cup football for next year. So, um, so that that would um, you know, be in, in line with one of our sort of newer targets, which was to finish in the top four now now that's opened up again. So, uh, so yeah, we'll certainly be going there trying to do the best we can so that we can finish as highly as we can.
1: And the fact that, obviously, <clears throat> two days after you've played Tavistock, you have got the Easter Monday Senior Cup final and, Will that sort of change how you approach your team selection? Uh, you know, are you going to rest anyone or, or, you know, are there any sort of injury uh, doubts?
10: Obviously, we'll have one eye on the final. Um, that, that's to be expected. But um, because we, we want to finish as highly as we can, we also have, have, have a duty to, to pick players that are in form uh, and, and also to make sure that our squad is um, you know, fully used, if you will. Um, leading up to the, those cup finals so everybody's got the, the equal opportunity to, to showcase their talents to, to put themselves in line with a possible cup final starting position so uh so yeah so we will be you know we're training wednesday night we'll have everybody there uh apart from sort of henry wilson he's the only absent team really he, he broke his hand a few weeks ago so unfortunately his season is now done um and he will have to come back next year but uh, all the other boys should be there, and then uh, we will pick a side for Tavistock on Friday. And then once we've got through that game, we'll review, um, you know, how people
1: fared, how they're feeling,
10: and uh, then we'll pick a, another side for the Monday. So we'll see what happens after the Tavistock game, really.
1: I mean, you're on a great run at the moment, aren't you? Um, what you've done, you've uh, ten games, is it undefeated? Nine, nine games. So
10: nine, nine, nine straight wins. Yes, since so our last defeat, which was home to Columpton, Um we've gone for nine straight wins in all competitions, which has been a, a superb response from the players. I couldn't have asked for anything more uh, as a manager. And um, we've just tried to make them aware that you know, whilst that they might be thinking about cup finals and things, that actually whilst you can play yourself into a cup final team, you can also play yourself out of one. So. Mm. Um, you we know, we tried to impress upon them that every game is important, uh, and that you know, sort of cup finals it, it, at the time, sort of three, four, five weeks away. So we needed them to focus on the immediate attention, which was the, the next upcoming game, and uh, just focus on doing their best for that shirt in those games. And then, obviously, um, as we draw closer. Then it'll be you know up to us to pick a team from there. But but they've done really really well. It doesn't matter who we put on the pitch. They've all done really um, well. They've acted professionally. Uh, some of them have had to play in auxiliary roles like we had on Friday night at Twelfth Point, um, just for the the greater good of the team. And uh, they, they've equipped themselves really well and, and given us a little headache for Monday. I would say.
1: Oh, right. Uh, well, that's that's always good for a manager, I guess, but not easy to tell someone that. Uh, sorry, but you're not going to be playing in in the final.
10: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not it's not the easiest thing. Um, obviously, with it being my third time now, I'm a little bit more experienced in it because I've had to do that in the past with other players. Um, and and it's not the easiest thing. But at the end of the day, uh, I think sometimes you've got to remove yourself from, um, you know, any any sort of like. Personal friendships that you've got with players, or or whatever, you just got to do what you believe is the right thing for the team, and and that's what I've always tried to do, Uh, and and that's what I'll do again on Monday.
1: Now, as you said, you've been in the final last, well, this will be the third successive time, Um, and I guess most of the squad have been there with you, haven't they, or mostly from last season at least?
10: Yeah, well, some of them have been there for, so obviously, this will be their third a row, uh, some will be their second and others it will be their first so uh, in terms of our squad last year I think we've got about four changes uh, off the top of my head so Ryan Rickard the goalkeeper actually got sent off right before the final last year so we ended up having to play our reserve team goalkeeper who I didn't think had actually played in the senior cup before And uh, but yeah he ended up playing in the final for us uh, and did a great job on the day young ass telling but um, this year we'll be hopeful that Ricks can play in goal and uh, obviously as long as he gets through Friday uh, and then other people, Toby Clarks moved on now, Tom Kingsley moved on. Uh, so, yeah, we've. Uh, I think Richard Madison was injured last year. Uh, Steve Siderson wasn't available last year. So we'll have all those boys back in contention as well. So whilst I'd say about uh, two-thirds of the squad were probably there last year, um, there'll be a good third of them that will want to get there and prove themselves this year for sure.
1: And because you've been there for the last few years, um, is there any sort of special... Uh, Easter Monday match routine that you've adopted or is it uh, pretty much uh, different each year?
10: That's um, well, an opportunity for us to dress up a little bit Dane and I um, <laughs> so we'd like to go down in smarter attire than just our football track suit um, but the rest of the boys we try and make it as routine as possible for them uh, I, I think that's important to try and make it as normal as a match day as possible um, in terms of their preparation obviously the games at 2 o'clock instead of 3 o'clock so everything in terms of preparation we've done a, a, about an hour earlier maybe a little bit more, uh, give or take, if we're taking the coach down. But that's, that's the only difference, really. We try and make it as normal as possible for the players. And, uh, obviously, it is, it is a special occasion. I, I really like this competition. I mean, I see it personally as like Cornwall's FA Cup. And uh, I, I love the fact that we get to go to other grounds and meet other teams out in different leagues. And I always really enjoyed that as a player, and I really enjoy it as a manager as well. Uh, so, so I think it's a really special competition and hopefully we'll get sort of good support from both sides, and uh, just from sort of the neutral as well to make it a really good atmosphere on the day.
1: You're the second one to tell me that today that it's the uh, the Cornwall version of the FA Cup, but it, it is that bigger competition, isn't it? Even to players that don't even live in Cornwall, it is still a big competition, isn't it? Which is good it's to see. It's a huge see.
10: competition, and just um, yeah, you know, just growing up with my own sort of dad and my granddad um, that I both played in the, the South Western League as it was then and they always, you know, told me how big a competition it was and how many fans used to attend, which I've been led to believe were in, you know, more numbers than what you get these days. So, yeah, it's a special competition and what we try and say to the players, right, it's a competition that not everybody gets a chance to play a final in, so let alone win a final. So, yeah, you know, the fact that, the, you know, this group of players, some of them have been there and this is a third in a row, um, shows you how well they've done and, and, you know, they'll fully embrace it on the day and, um yeah, you know, we're very much looking forward to it.
1: And finally, I know you 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 have regular chats with Falmouth's manager uh, Andy Westgarth. Have you talked much yeah. since both of you made it into the final?
10: I talked to him on Saturday actually because I saw a clip on Twitter of him scoring a goal against Callington. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so I had a little little chat with him about that. It was a nice neat finish from him, and uh, I think he's playing himself into the cup final squad for Falmouth at this rate. But, uh, but yeah, he's. Um, Obviously, we do chat a lot, and uh, it'll probably go a little bit quieter leading up to the cup final itself. But we'll both wish wish one another you know, all the best for the day itself, and then afterwards, what we will most definitely do is have a beer together. You know, whatever happens, uh, whatever the outcome, uh, we'll sit and have a beer afterwards, and um, we'll take the, the rest from there. But but yeah, yeah, you know, we we do talk quite a lot really about the the, the circuit, and um, but I, that, I expect that to sort of drive a bit maybe towards the cup final.
1: Well, that's a good thing about football, isn't it? That you can your opponents on the pitch, but well, this is the way it should be. Your opponents on the pitch, but as soon as the final whistle's gone, you're back to being friends and talking about the game that we all love.
10: Absolutely, absolutely, and you know I think that's the great thing about football is that you end up having sort of lifelong friends, really. And uh, I think off the top of my head, I reckon probably about ninety, ninety-five percent of the people I know in, in life are probably through football. So, um, so, yeah, I've got a lot to thank from the game itself. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, I think that's the, the the right way to go about it. Leave all the emotions of the day on the pitch and then afterwards um, we'll have a a, a point together,
0: whatever happens.
1: OK, thanks, Matt. All the best for Monday and the weekend.
0: Your so okay. 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 right.
1: Matty obviously regards the uh, Cornwall Senior Cup as a very big competition to win, the Cornwall version of the FA Cup. How big is it yeah. to you, then, Rappo?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm much luck at it, to be fair, but, but well, I suppose I'm lucky, mate, to You're have played in five, five, five
1: finals. That's more than yeah. most of us have done.
2: Yeah, that's right, Dale. I shouldn't be too ungrateful, Ooh, mate. And, yeah. it, and it is, mate, you know, like I, I do agree with what Slate said, mate, and, and Matt as well, really, mate. It, it is the FA Cup of Cornwall, mate, isn't it, Easter Monday? You know, it's that, the biggest one-off game in the county, really, mate, is it? And it's, yeah. Um, oh, mate, I wish I could have my time over, mate. But, uh, What's your best
1: memory, <laughs> then, of the Senior Cup? Not necessarily any game you've played in, but uh, yeah. are there any games that sort of stand out for you? Yeah.
0: Um,
2: yeah, not too many good memories, really, Dave. For the, I, mean, I, met, I mean, I did have one of my best-ever games, mate, for Falmouth in the Senior Cup semi-final, mate, at Nuki. We we were losing 3-0, mate, to, to Liscard. Or 3-1, it was, Dave, when they were the Western League side. Yeah. I, I don't know if you remember this game, mate, but it was at, at Nuki, mate, and um it might have been 91. I think it might have been when we lost the final to Salt Ash at Nuki, mate. But, yeah. But, um, yeah, we three one down at half time, mate, and we second half, mate, we were we were brilliant, mate. We absolutely battered and and we won five three in the end and I, I remember I scored two and set up two in that game, mate, and um I even got a well played off my dad, mate, when I got home in the evening. <laughs> so, um yeah, so, and I did you know, I didn't get that very often, mate. So I, I knew I must have had a decent game, mate, you know. I think it's one of my best games for Falmouth, but um but no I I'll tell you a story Dave quickly mate you remember Gary Harrison mate yeah you know yeah we played it was the it was the 91 final mate against I think someone was talking about it on the forum mate in the week Mm -hmm. and um yeah we played Salt Ash we lost 4-1 in the end we went 1-0 up through George mate George Lawrence but we ended up losing 4-1 to Brilliant Salt Ash team mate and Gary he was about 34 years old mate and I played up front with Gary all season mate and um and he, we was chatting before the game, and he said, oh, I've got my old family coming down from um, Plymouth today in a minibus, you know, about 16 of them. He said, this is, he said I've been waiting for this game all my life. He said, it's my first senior cup final. He said, you know, it's all right for you. Like, you're 23, and you've already played in three. I felt a bit bad, really, did you he? <laughs> he said, uh, I've been waiting for this game all my life. I said, I said oh, brilliant. I, said, I didn't know it was your first final and that, because he played for some good sides, you know, in his career and all day. And he said, yeah, all the family are down and everything. And with that, mate, he, he just leant down to tie up his boot. And he, his, his back went, his, oh, his back just locked up. No,
1: Yeah. Oh. Honestly,
2: mate, yeah. We all thought he was joking. And you he know was he gonna was going to start. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, me and him up front, mate. Right. Yeah, we played virtually, yeah, virtually all season together that season. <laughs> um, yeah, I think oh. Gary come in in like the October, mate, you know, Trev signed him and, and he played virtually every game. You know, ever since, good target, man, and, you know, perfect for me to play off, mate, you know, and, yeah, I felt so sorry for, him. we all thought he was joking, mate, he was like, he was like the hunchback of Notre Dame, mate, you know? when the ambulance turned up and, you know, took him away, and we just, I oh, was so gutted for him, mate, it, it just, and, you know, power of Duncan Bowe ended up going up front with me, mate, you know, and Duncan was a right back, really, Dave. you know, so, <laughs> and, you know, yeah. He still played better than me, my mate, on the day. But, um, but yeah, we ended up losing 4-1, mate. But, yeah, that's that's a, sort of one of the most bizarre stories, mate, yeah, from a Senior Cup final. What a shame. But it is a great day, Dave. You know, it is a great day, mate. And, obviously, if you win it, mate, it's, it's a fantastic memory, isn't
1: it? Yeah, that's right. And, uh, uh, I mean, I, I can remember the Senior Cup... Of, I can remember going... to My first memory of a Senior Cup final is yeah. actually when they were still playing, I think it. they were still playing the um, third and fourth placed instead of the Junior Cup being on the same day. Oh, yeah, They yeah. actually had the runners-up game, third and fourth place. And uh, yeah. the actual final was, I reckon it's. it was mid-60s um, and it was Falmouth against St. because they were fairly uh, arch-rivals at that time. So that's my memory, yeah. so going to... I think it was polterra but it was absolutely packed out loads of people there um yeah. you know, a lot more than what you get now at the finals but yeah. Uh, but yeah great memories senior cup um and uh i mean for sold this is their third in a row so um even better for them
2: it is mate it's a great achievement really David, when you think of all the you know good drama there is in in the county mate i mean hats off the mat, you know, and, and everyone there, mate. And and they're going into it, you know, like with nine straight wins they, you know, obviously I know they got Tavy out maybe before the final, but but um yeah, I mean going into with nine straight wins, mate, it's gonna be a tough tough game for Falmouth, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And so uh, let's hear from Falmouth. It's Falmouth's boss Andy Westcott, and it sounds as if things are coming together for for the town at the right time with two finals coming up. Busy few days coming up for you.
11: Yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, you know, I'd rather be uh, this busy than you know letting the season peter out. So it's exciting times.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, has everyone come through uh, from the Callington game on Saturday?
11: Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a good, uh, good weekend for us actually because it was, um, it was great to have Matty Bucks come back. Um, you know, he got some minutes under his belt and scored. Jack Bowie is back now from the police, so it's great for him to get some minutes under his belt. We had 90, and he scored. Coops um, come back as well. He's been he's been injured recently. Same with Dave Blizzard. So yeah, really, really pleasing weekend.
1: So from a few weeks ago, when it seemed as if uh, you were scratching around for players, it's, it's suddenly all coming all coming good again.
11: Yeah, we must have a, we must have a couple finals coming up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, you mean that might be an incentive for players to, to make sure they're fit and available, do you?
11: No, but it's just uh, it's lucky for us that everything is coming together at the right times because there'd be nothing worse or more frustrating than, you know, getting to two finals and, and not having a, a team that can compete or, um, you know, give the best of what we can give.
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, before we talk about Easter Monday, uh, you've got the small matter of a game on Good Friday. Uh, Uh, And that's against, uh, what is it, home to Helston, isn't it? So not an easy one as such.
11: No, it's not easy playing your local rivals, is it? Especially a couple of days before a cup final. But it is what it is. And, and, you know, teams in the past, when they've gone for trebles and, and going for league titles and stuff, they've had to play those games. So, you know, there's nothing out of the norm that we're not expected to do.
1: So it's what it is. Do you go into Friday's game, though, well, obviously you go into it with one eye, at least on Easter Monday. But do you do you think about the team and any injuries? Do you do you are you considering resting players tactically and and physically and and all that sort of thing?
11: Yeah, it is a tough one because you know you speak to so many people and they've all got different opinions you know some people were saying rest players some people would say yeah just go out and play your full strength side so you know it's definitely this time that we've got one eye on and and you know we've got we've got to have a um, you know keep our eye on Monday obviously but you know I don't think we're going to make too drastic changes because we haven't got the squad so you know we'll just take the game as it comes really
1: and Easter Monday I mean I know for the club it's uh, how many years is it 19 years or something like that 22, it is, I think. 22 years since Falmouth uh, uh, were last in a Easter Monday Senior Cup final. No doubt, there's been a bit of a buzz around the place, at, uh, you know, leading up to this.
11: Yeah, it's great for the, it's great for the town, not just uh, the club, because there's been some, you know, some faces that we haven't seen for a long time, and, and they were there watching on Saturday. So, yeah, it's definitely a, a bit of excitement going around.
1: And what about yourself? Uh, I know you played in some very good sides, but uh, have you been? Uh, have you appeared in an a Easter Monday final before?
11: No, I haven't. Um, I've got to the semi-final a few times. Um, the closest I ever got, really, I suppose, was, well, 20 minutes away from it um, as manager of found off against Soul Ash and then we lost 4-2, so that was quite close. And then closest as a player, I think one year I was playing for Penzance and we drew Bobman in the semi-final and I think we were winning in that game and we ended up losing 3-2, I believe. So, yeah, this would be the close as I've got to to the final
1: and so uh, when we look at Monday Sodash Falmouth I've uh, already interviewed Neil Slateford uh, for the podcast and, and <laughs> I had to ask him the question who did he think would win I'm not going to tell you but um, it, it was very difficult for him to actually choose between you and Sodash I mean you've both won a game each against each other this season it, it's going to be tight isn't it
11: yeah and I think that's what makes the final a bit more interesting actually because uh... You know, on our day, I think both of us are capable of beating each other, and 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 it's proven that in the games that we've had. I think the first game we lost four three away from home. And I think the second game um, four two maybe. Um, so it shows there's always been goals in the game and um and and you know, it just shows the strength of this league really i think you know the top six seven eight on their day can all beat each other so yeah hopefully it'll be a good uh good exciting final and uh, but it'll be a tough one to call
1: if you ask most people around the county actually yeah that's right and uh, does the field coming into this final cornwall senior cup final Does it feel any different from, of course, last season? A lot of us have forgotten that actually you are the League Cup winners, aren't you? So your squad's used to the big occasion, isn't it? But does it feel different?
11: Yeah, it definitely does feel different, you know, um, like last season was a great journey for us, obviously a new team, you know, coming third in the league and, and winning the Cup. So, you know, that was all new and exciting, whereas this year you can say that we have got a team of winners, which is good. Um, and they've all got that experience of being in the Cup final. But, you know, for Easter Monday, um, it's a different kettle of fish, really, because this is our FA Cup, isn't it really? Not many people have won it. Um, it's, it's a big day out and, and it's the one that we're already looking forward to.
1: Yeah, it's been going, obviously, for many, many years. But actually, there's not that many clubs that have got their name on, on the list of winners. So it's uh, interesting that you said that. And, uh, I mean, obviously, the season as a whole, you haven't finished as high as last season. I think possibly because you've had a few more injuries, etc. Uh, how do you think it has gone, though, for the Bickland Park Club?
11: Uh, Frustrating, I would say, more than anything. I think... You know, our home record's been pretty good. I think we've done excellent in the Cups, you know, really good Vaz run. Obviously cup finals is, is is a great achievement. It's just been really frustrating on the road. So as a whole though, you know, I, I think if we can if we can secure a sixth, um, and to get to two finals and hopefully if if we were to win both, then you'd have to say it's an excellent season. Um, But obviously we've got the chance of finishing lower than sixth and we've also got the possibility of not winning a trophy. So then you could look at it and say then it's a disappointing season. So, (laughs) you know, these next three or four games are vital for us.
1: Yeah, the the fine margins of sport uh, involved, aren't they really? So um, uh, final question, I mean, I know you and Matty do... Keep in touch, uh, the manager of Sodash. I mean, have you been talking before uh, or since you both knew you were going to be in in the final? Well, both finals. Against each other yeah,
11: yeah, nothing's really changed actually, I because it's quite a it's quite a nice little um rivalry in one way because he lives so far away. There's never that probably um issue of us nicking each other's players, so to speak. So <laughs> um <laughs> it's quite a good little um good little wag to have on a on a Saturday obviously it's a tough tough job being a manager and and it's nice to speak to someone who's going the same sort of uh problems and issues as you. So yeah, but we speak to each other quite often and, and I'm, I'm sure nothing will change leading up to the final.
1: And tough uh, being a manager. Is it going to be difficult for you to actually say to yourself that Andy Westcourt, you're not making the starting 11?
11: <laughs> Nothing's been uh, made official yet, Dave. But <laughs> nah, it's, uh, it's absolutely fine. I've got, no, I've got no problem with that. So I've just been filling in really where, where we've needed it because, you know, we've... I've been a bit short recently so um, I'm just happy to do my bit really
1: <laughs> OK Andy thanks for that uh, thanks for talking to the podcast and uh, uh, obviously best of luck on, on uh, well for both games uh, we'll be no doubt catching up afterwards but, but for the moment well done and keep it going alright cheers Dave
0: your Cornish your Cornish Cornish
1: Well that's uh, Westy um, obviously manager of one of your old teams and um, now I left farmer to the end because uh, you're a Falmouth f- uh, favourite. Nineteen ninety-seven was the last senior cup final for them. Twenty-two years ago, uh, when they won it, uh, that's a long time for one of the county's top clubs, isn't it?
2: It yeah, it is a long time, Dave, isn't it? I mean, crikey, yeah, twenty-two years of hurt. They <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, that all change, mate, by four pm on. On Monday, mate. I mean, yeah, be I mean, great to great to see all the players back just in time, mate, for for Westie and that, mate. You know, just hope everyone's. I remember playing on a good Friday, Dave, against Cliffs Rovers, mate, and I dived in to score, and um, and I, I got clattered by the keeper, mate, and I had a massive dead leg I had to come off, and I was I was panicking, mate. You know, I thought, oh no. You know, I'm out of Monday, but luckily a bruising come out, mate, and I was, I was okay by Monday, mate, and, you know, managed to pick up another loser's medal. <laughs> another loser's medal, mate. But... Um,
1: Who was that against? No, I,
2: that was against... Um, the final was against... That was 1990, Dave, that one. That was a year before the Salt Ash one. Oh, um,
1: Liscard. 2-1.
2: Liscard. At, yeah, that's it, Dave. Liscard at St. blazy yeah. That's right, mate. Lost yeah. 2-1. Yeah, that's it, mate, but... Yeah, I thought I was going to miss it, though, but um, luckily I had a massive, great bruise on my thigh and managed to play, but, but um, yeah, I know, it's, it's, it's a weird one, playing on the good Friday, mate, especially for Salt so Ash, you know, you've got Tavistock, mate, because, mm. you, you know, you, you have, you know, as a player sort of thing, Dave, you have got half and I on the cup without you know, whether you say it or not, you, you have, you know.
1: Yeah, mind you, Falmouth haven't got an easy one either. Helston, you know, again, it's a, nah. a, a derby game, and uh, uh, you know, Falmouth uh, obviously are going to be out to well, they they still got points to play for in the league. They want to end up sixth. They they can't afford to drop any, uh, well, not drop too many because Colyton and Millbrook are, are right behind them. So uh, mm. they've got to go for it. So be interested, but yeah, uh, I would imagine at the end of the game, the manager must be check-in with all the players, uh, yeah. you know, are you all still OK, are you all fit, no injuries picked up, it's uh, it's a yeah. nervous day or two I guess. Yeah, it is a nervy one mate, isn't
2: it, but um yeah, but, you know, so I've shown that great run Dave, but I just, you know, I I think I'm going to let my heart rule my head mate, and you know, I think Westy's done a fantastic job mate, we'll... You know, Milchy and Charlie and all mate, and all all the players there, mate. And I just, you know, they they've become a real good cup team, mate. And they beat anyone on their day. And you know, I'm am going to just go for, Falmouth to end all those years of uh, pain, mate.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> well, that's it. That's another week gone, Rapper. We're we're way out of time again.
2: Crikey, sorry, Dave. So probably me rabb- rabbiting on, mate. Rabbiting well,
1: uh, you've had to do a bit more talking this week because you're not here next week, are you? So. Uh... I, I
2: know. I owe you an apology for that, Dave. Well, it, it's Rachel's fault, mate. I mean, looking at a surprise, hol- a surprise holiday, mate. Um, I'm going to miss Falmouth, mate. Easter Monday final, <laughs> the the, co- the comeback final, mate. You know, I've got a few mates in both teams, mate. Some some day, and Logan. Gonna miss that, mate. And uh, I don't know, mate. Women, women, mate. But, um, you think she'd know better, mate, not to uh, do a surprise, uh we can eat it, mate, wouldn't you, for, um, uh, mm. oh, in well. the, in the football season, mate, bless her.
1: Could be bless worse, her, mate, could for. be worse, you could have been going to visit the Notre Dame or something like that, couldn't you?
2: Yeah, flipping out there. It's funny, Dave, because I had a hunch about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. That's terrible, that's, mate. That's actually, it? that's
1: terrible. That's not a laughing matter anyway. I mean, one of no, the world's is. iconic buildings. Yeah, it is. But, what a shame, um, mate. but we'll keep that bit in anyway. Just so it right. I, was gonna, I was just going to
2: say, <laughs> cut that bit out of you like Dave. But, but um, no, no, re- apologies for next week, Dave. Um, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll uh, hopefully be back fresh, mate, in... Uh, Two weeks time, mate. I'm going Exeter on uh, Friday. I know you're going to a load of games, so, mate. But but
1: uh, which Friday? Rach oh, and the mother in law my they are
2: going on. Yeah, Good Friday. I'm going to miss all the local stuff because so not uh, even uh, watching
1: uh, a local game on Good Friday. I oh,
2: know, mate. I've, I've, I've deserted me post <laughs> How can I call myself a Cornish football fan, mate? You yeah. know. But um, no, I thought it was a good time, because they, I mean, their their hour in IKEA Dave turns into about four, mate. So. <laughs> I, I've got the fix. You know, as soon as I knew you, I had to drive my Exeter out. But yeah, yeah, let's have a look at it. Get the fix. and Exeter are playing cruelly, mate, at one o'clock. All right. So, yeah, I've been up this season because I try and go up like once a year. You know, still got the old soft spot, mate, from me from mid days there, like mate So, mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully they're in the playoffs as well, mate. So
1: they've made the playoffs already, good. have they? So.
2: Well, not no, no, they they need a few more wins yet Really, They're four points clear of Carlisle now, mate, so right. so I'm hoping, you know, it, you know, if Carlisle will lose, I think they've got a tough game, mate, so if Exeter might get a nice gap, mate. So yeah, so yeah, they're off to Ikea mate. So I said just drop me at St James's Park Dave, <laughs> at twelve o'clock and <laughs> right. pick me up when you finish, mate. So I'll be wandering the streets of Exeter. <laughs> probably looking at all your tweets mate and all the Cornish
0: football
1: tweets mate see how all the other the games got on, on on Good Friday mate yeah well I'm off to gotcha. I think I'm off to Tavistock Tavistock against Sodash Good Friday cool. in the morning and then Liscard yeah. against Dob on the way back in the afternoon oh yeah yeah nice local derby Yeah, Saturday it's uh, commentating for Peering films in the True versus Gloucester game so that's uh, yeah, six pointer match massive, we've mate. touched on already Sunday yeah, is like a the Combination sport, League Cup final. Yeah. Monday, it's a Senior Cup final. Oh,
2: uh, making me feel jealous here, Dave.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Flipping at so, me. I suppose I, I should be grateful, mate. To, you know, lying in the sun, mate, eating and drinking and reading a few football books, mate, for a week and sleeping, mate, I suppose. Uh, well, I should I'll
1: probably be, be sunbathing at Bodmin.
2: True, mate. Yeah. <laughs> True,
1: mate. Although it's freezing, <laughs> freezing cold there last Saturday. Anyway, but um, so yeah. before we go, let's just remind everyone: don't forget if you want to make sure you don't miss any episodes of the Rapper and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Although this one's out on a Thursday, just subscribe on your podcast platform that you use, and that's it. Rapper, isn't it? It's so easy to do. It
2: is, mate. Yeah, so easy, David. Click it, a click of your finger, mate, and. And we're with you within about five
1: seconds, I not right, we? <laughs> right. that's it. Time out. Got yeah. to go. Click, listen, enjoy.
0: Your, Your Cornish Sucker Podcast. <laughs>